This is episode 717 for November 2021, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Hey, I want to tell you about a new app that I tried out, and uh, it's called Wisdom. And imagine TED Talks with interactive participants. It's kind of cool. They contacted me. They said they they love the podcast, and they want uh, me to do a similar Wisdom talk on it. So uh, I want you to download the app and you can listen to and interact with me on it. I'm going to be live December 6th at 7 p.m. Central. And when you download the app, look for the username Crawlspace. And at that time, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what it took to build the website back in 1998. Uh, And also uh, creating things that you love. Like I enjoy broadcasting. I also like Spider-Man. So I combine the two. And that's a little bit of the history of the crawlspace. I'm going to go a little bit more in depth when I talk on the Wisdom app. But I'd like to you to join me on December 6th uh, at 7 p.m. Central. You can log on and ask me questions live when I'm live on the air on the app. And it'll be a fun time. It'll be a first for me. I've never been on the app before, but it was really flattering that they sent me an email. They said they love the podcast and they would like uh, for me to do a Wisdom talk on their app. So one more time, Wisdom, go to your app store, search for Wisdom, and then search for the username Crawlspace, and I'll be live December 6th, uh, which is a Monday, at 7 p.m. Central. And as always, these episodes are brought to you by members who log on to Patreon.com. They help me pay the bills. They also get some nice perks, like exclusive podcasts only available to them. Uh, for instance, this episode has been uh, was available to the Patreon members for about two weeks, and that's a perk of being a member. Also, you get some cool swag. You like you get uh, Crawl Space coffee mugs and Crawl Space stickers and T-shirts and a hoodie. If you really want to tick off George, you should take a picture and send it to me. I would love to see it. Anyway, patreon.com slash crawlspace. One of the perks is you get your name in front of the live streams, and also you get your name read in front of the audio versions, which is what you're listening to now. So a big thank you. It goes out to Gene, Spider 2018 JR, and Robert Vinkman, Beautiful Vosh, uh, Brian, David, Frazetta Hulk, uh, Frederick, James, John P., Josh, Kelly, King Hillbilly, Laura, Noah, O-Force33, Ryan, Sarah, Scott F., Scott M., Will, hashtag something good for you. We've got Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Grew Comics, Safskimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M., Curtis, Matthew, Michael, Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper. We've also got Nick and Patrick and Ryan and Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and Toby Z. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. I'd appreciate your support and also get some free swag. 
Hey, Carl Spacers, welcome to our ASM show. Let's introduce the cast. We've got Neil from the Beyond Corporation. He's in human uh, uh, HR, human relations? No, that's not human it, relations. Yeah, it's human resources. Human resources, that's it. That's Yes, I, I'm, I'm the one that prevents all unethical experiments from going through. Um, uh-huh. Expect to hear a review on this podcast later. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be fully employed. And we so have lost, Tyler. What's going on, Tyler? Shirt. Hey. Greetings. Got a Ven- got a Venom shirt on. Got uh, yep. your new Marvel Legends Venom over your shoulder mm-hmm. from the cartoon. Venom. That's looking good. Yeah. Very cool. Welcome. And we have Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Uh, Uber Eats ruined my day. So oh, no. <laughs> what ruined your day? I missed it. What'd you, what'd you say? Uber Eats. Uber, Uber Eats. Eats. Yeah. Oh, Uber Eats. What Did they not show up with the food? What happened? Chaos. That's that's what happened. <laughs> Just utter chaos. So, Did you at uh, least have dinner? Well, yeah, because I had to run. I almost I thought I was going to be late. So like yeah. my makeup's not done. Uh, nothing, you know. Just you look sitting. fine. But yeah, so. Well, thank you. But yeah, so like just uh, down with Uber Eats. I would imagine. Wait, imagine public war. So um, Javi couldn't make it. This is usually the satellite crew. Uh, which we're going to do a satellite review after this. Uh, as you listened on the last show, George is out of ASM. He's done with Marvel regular comics. He'll be back on on, on new shows and uh, Spider Jeopardy coming out. Will he though? He will. He's back. He'll he'll be back. However, he's done. And Jr. has informed me he'll come back at nine hundred. He's not picking up Spider Man Beyond, <laughs> so he is out of the clones. So one of our most loyal listeners, and he's been with us for a very long time. You see him on our boards, on our comment section. Uh, Hornacek, a.k.a. Craig. Welcome, Craig, to the show. How are you, buddy? Hello, and welcome, hey. everyone, to the, to the Assistant Editor's Month version of the Spider-Man Crawl Space. Oh, it's not. Oh. Or... Wow. This is wow. Editor's Satellite-ish episode. This, this is not <laughs> Assistant <laughs> Editor's Month. This is the crew. No, that's not, that's not Hornacek. That's Hobby. You're Hobby now. <laughs> your hobby. Yeah. <laughs> this needs, this needs to be a satellite. We, 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 we build. Oh, yeah, you we, need goes over your shoulder. To we, be build, we, build this, we build this episode as a satellite squad episode, and we have to make it a satellite <laughs> squad episode. Therefore, you have to be hobby. Otherwise, it doesn't yeah. work. You're breaking the narrative. We're so, secretly taking over the crawl space panel by c- telling Marvel, get rid of Peter Parker, makes the books worse until the regular people will stop appearing on the podcast. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Then, then they might actually reviews. like do that permanently. So let's. Oh, not. I know. Yeah, they they want the long timers gone. <laughs> yeah, we when I to do when I leave, well in this plan. When when I leave, <laughs> the show's done. When, um, no, the the end result is like you, you go into a room and you see uh like whoever's like whoever's puppet mastering CB Sapolsky and he says you may not like my methods but you can't argue with results. No, no. <laughs> I mean, Ava's taking over this in the future. Craig, right? I want to hear your your history with the crawl space. When did you first join or or uh, log on to it? Uh, well, like 
very many people on the call-in shows say uh, I found the crawl space through JR's website. Uh, I ah. was I was on Google and I was searching for Spider-Man's information and I found JR's website and uh, at the very bottom it said uh, associated with or um, with uh, Spider-Man crawlspace. So I just clicked awesome. the link and I'm like, oh wow, here's a web page or a website all about Spider-Man. And back then I think you still had the daily newspaper strip, which was something yep. from my childhood that I always read in the paper. So that mm -hmm. was something that kept me coming back and. Uh, uh, eventually yeah. I discovered the podcast and I've still told this before, but the very first podcast I ever listened to was where George reviewed the two uh, porn movies, the Spider-Man one and the <laughs> Avengers one. And he had to talk about how he went to this, the video store and would tell the very, the very attractive woman behind the counter. Uh, these, these are for uh, a, a, web, a website that he reviews for. That, that, that episode has been scrubbed from the internet. That's the universe. That, yeah, that's Variant. not this universe that we're in right no. now. That that episode does not exist anymore. No, we need to, the, 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 for the first episode of What If Season Two. What if George reviewed a porno? <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Uh, what what year was that? Like oh nine oh eight. Craig? Uh, maybe I, I I once yeah. knew. I, I'm sure I looked it up the first when you had the mm -hmm. first call in show, but I've it's it's long gone out of my memory. That's funny. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining us, man. You've been on many a call in show, and you're always great. So you're also a Canadian brother to Tyler. So you, yes, with two Canadians in the house, three uh, Americans. So yeah, here we go. War. This means war. <laughs> You've upset the balance. <laughs> it's part uh, of the uh, Canadian slow Canadian takeover of the cross space. I know, yeah. right? Um, Milo, thanks for the super chat in the UK. Won't be able to watch stream, but here's money. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I did the conversion. of a dollar seventy nine is two dollars and forty cents in the UK. So thank you for the two forty, uh, Mr. Comics. Everyone, good to see you. Hey, uh, hey, Mr. Hey. Comics has a problem. He's currently listening to Crawl Space Podcast three ninety three. I need more podcasts. I'm running out of them to listen to, dude. We are at episode seven fifteen. <laughs> You've got four hundred more if you want to. <laughs> I'm not even up to three ninety three in my re-listen to post oh yeah books. so uh, that, that's that's yeah. a long ways off hornacek goes through our old podcast and finds funny quotes and, and my god i i i think i said some of these things and and we're funny sometimes what do you mean you think you said some of them hornacek well, really I, puts I mean, in the script. he is quoting me and i'm like well you know that i probably said that you know 10 years ago <laughs> i'll believe you you could you could probably put a fake quote, and I'm like well by god that's probably something i'd say yeah <laughs> <laughs> They've all been fake. They're, oh, yeah. <laughs> Raz memory's going away, guys. We have to help him. The show is ending really soon. Venkman, what's up, man? Uh, how are y'all doing? Doing anything interesting lately? I went to um, downtown Houston, and we yeah. looked at... Um, we we got, went to the spice shop, where they sell, like... Um, like, these weird... Like, not weird spices, but, like, these kind of... in Like, these, like, custom spices. Uh-huh. Did you make oh. the Kessel run? And thirteen parsecs. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but a parsec uh, distance, no unit is time. Trayvon in the house. Yeah, George up, Lucas man? doesn't care. Uh, Mr. Comic says, "Looking great, K Day." Uh, Hornacek in the house. Hello, Crawlspace fam. Uh, oh, I'm not putting that comment up. Uh, Mary what? says, "Woohoo! Good to hear from Hornacek." Sad about Jr. Though I know Mary. Yeah. Uh, we even have a bit of goblin news that we're going to talk about a little bit, and I would like his thoughts on it. You know, uh, Soflo, 
quote, just because you're not the sharpest color in the box doesn't make your wife a Batman villain, unquote. George B. Yes, I think George said that to me once. I so li- uh, listened to I- that episode two days ago. So can I ask <laughs> a question? Yeah. Now, now that George is no now that George and JR are no longer doing the review show, what should their memorial music be? I'm thinking um only time and um in the arms of an angel. Okay, it's, it's for George, it's gotta be They're not the dead. <laughs> it's gotta be was not was walk the dinosaur, right? For George. <laughs> what what Kelly? I'm just, no, you're fine. I'm just saying, like JR said he'll come back once yeah. Peter is back. Yeah. So we yeah, need so to get just Peter a vampire out of going back into his coffin. And you got the moonlight, you got the moonlight panel of like the phone going up. He's just reaching out. <laughs> oh my gosh. So speaking of, um, I thought we'd talk a little bit about this before we get to the review. Cause we had a little breaking spider news over the last couple days, couple weeks. Uh, I want the panel's reaction on the new poster that came out. What do you guys think of this? It's terrible. It's horribly photoshopped. It is well, photoshopped. I mean, it, it's literally I mean, this all isn't CGI. real. <laughs> it, it's literally just the exact same pose he made at the end of the trailer. It is right. Yeah, yeah. I, I love how Green Goblin's just chilling in the background. He's so tiny. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's very finish. It. finish like, it. He's yeah. got, like he's got binoculars, saying, "I wonder how this is going to play out." It, it really. <laughs> That yeah, that's that's kind of rough back there. <laughs> I I have to say I need to eat my words because mm-hmm. um, when I was no, no, guest no. starring on Two Geek Girls, um, uh-huh. I got into some words because I did not believe the the just casual rumor that got put out there on one of the episodes about the Green Goblin glider mm-hmm. because I was like that you know that has to be if it's just a glider. You know, and we're multiverse in. It's got to be a variant. Maybe it's like Ned Leeds' Hobgoblin. It can't be yeah. William Defoe because he wasn't written on <clears throat> the uh, call sheets. Okay. So now he could have still done everything in a green screen and just maybe was never here in Atlanta. I have no clue. But obviously, I need to eat my words because clearly he's here. Well, that was his laugh in the trailer. Oh yeah, uh, well, I mean, there was also like a pumpkin bomb. Yeah, yeah, there oh, was yeah. this pumpkin bomb. Yeah, so I would it be awful I saw, if the pumpkin and bomb you, and the laugh was the only thing we saw in the movie of him? Oh, that would <laughs> Maybe. Suck, it? Um, well, I saw a, a thing from a movie theater that the new trailer is coming out Tuesday, which it would be the uh, the sixteenth. Okay, okay. Who knows if that's true or not? They keep people keep throwing out dates and nobody knows. I do that's feel true. like this week, sometime this week. Yeah, will probably be about accurate because they need mm. to start selling uh, pre-ordering tickets. Yes. Yeah, uh, December seventeenth is going to be here in less almost a month. Yeah, and and Disney since COVID has only been like giving pre-orders about uh, four weeks, so yeah. it's about that time, which means it's about time for another trailer, yeah. and then to open pre-orders. So, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to say it might not be Tuesday. It's probably going to be Wednesday or Thursday. Like but I would okay. say, yeah, this week. I'm, think, if, I'm thinking if this if week. Yeah, yeah. So overall, if you look at the overall, if you look at the poster, oh, go ahead, Tyler. Well, I was just gonna say overall, I think it's a fine poster. It's like obviously the CGI isn't great, for it's, but compared to Sony's other Spider-Man posters they had for Homecoming and Far From Home, mm-hmm. this is way better than those. Oh yeah, the one the yeah. one where like 
Iron Man is just horribly photoshopped in. It's just like a it's like a stock still. So if you, if you look at the villains, we've got ele- possibly Electro here, very clearly Doc Ock. We've got some sand kicking up in the back. Well, no, go down, go down further down to the bottom left. Okay, bottom left. Look, guys, there's Mephisto in the corner right there. I thought somebody was really funny Oh, the thing on the internet. There's like Spider-Man, there's TM next to it for trademark. And someone said, there's proof. It's Tobey Maguire. It says TM right there. (laughs) (laughs) So we got a Goblin, an Ock, Sandman, uh, Electro, and how many is that? One... We need a lizard or, and a venom are the one that people are talking about that could be in there possibly. Well, I mean, clearly, and Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, venom, like- venom's gonna. I, I guarantee you that there would Sony would not pass up the opportunity. Venom's, venom's a post credits. I don't think. Yeah, venom's not really. Gonna yeah. 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 They're, gonna, they're gonna wait for it. another. Cro- they're gonna wait for another crossover. Yeah, they want a Venom versus Spider-Man movie. That's what they yeah. want. Tyler, I so yeah. see that. You're, you're very, very true. Very. It's true. gonna complement the end credit scene from ve- the second Venom movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shoot. What if it's just the same one over again? <laughs> right. Well, dude. Yeah. I mean, just in case they've you always. It. Sony has always wanted a Sinister Six movie, and so I feel like this is kind mm-hmm. of their way of getting that, essentially. Um, because let's yeah. see, Ven- mm-hmm. if they're bringing back Lizard. Then they're probably going to have uh, the vulture, if if they could have yeah. gotten anybody on, I would hope. But like that was yeah. like they were filming at the same time Flash was starting the film, and I know he's going to be Batman, so I don't know, but I would assume um, the, they're, they're going to have a Sinister Six movie. That's it's a multiverse yeah. Sinister yeah. Six movie at least. Yes. Uh, another piece of news that came out yesterday was the new animated series Spider-Man: The Freshman Years. I'm assuming he's is he bit? Do you think or is? I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I I assume this takes place in this in the six months before uh, mm-hmm. Civil War because he's okay. Spider-Man for six months. So yeah. it's yeah, we're probably going to see his origin. They're probably, probably going to see Uncle Ben, ben finally. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I I Mom's actually watched. <laughs> I actually watched. Oh, the, and there's what Peter looks like, which is very nice. An homage to the Ditko uh, yeah. Peter. Yeah, I like the art so, style. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks pretty good. I think who was it that was, an, was Leonardo Romero was announced as the lead character designer. Yeah, I, I believe know. so. Yeah. There's a lot of talented people working on it. So mm-hmm. it's got to be better than the last few Spider-Man animated series, which were. I mean, rough. I mean, Paul Paul Dini was a writer on the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, so just because <clears> it has talented people doesn't really mean a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. I I have a little bit more faith because this mm. is for Disney Plus and it's within yeah. that MCU. Yeah. Uh, the not the not creative Bella. committee. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. they're trying. You know, I actually watched today the Spider-Man What If episode of the Zombies, and that episode I haven't seen all the What Ifs, but that episode mm. had several things in it that I like. He mentioned Uncle Ben. Wow, he, he mentioned him. Wow, he mentioned him, and he it's talked better than freak- anything else we've gotten in the MCU. Okay, Neil, <laughs> I know. I know. And he, he freaking talked away? to the Hulk. He's never talked to the Hulk in the movies. So that there was like the episode was written for me. I was like, thank you. Were there but two anyway. giant balls that he was holding apart, like on the amount of giant wall? Oh, in Marvel like uh, the Annual Two. Yes, my first comic. Yes. Okay, the other bit that I want to get to before we get to the reviews. Uh, this was just added. Uh, I put this up on the site yesterday. 
So there's a girl, the guy, I mean, a go queen goblin, not the green goblin. And also the slingers are coming back. What the heck with Hobie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so this was like back in King and Black, like Hobie became the new uh, Hornet, right? Oh, he's the Hornet. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Hornet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So can, yeah. Can, can I just can I just point out a fact yeah. before we go yeah. all into Queen Goblin that there was yeah. a Goblin Queen in the MC two in Spider Girl oh. Oh. as the first kind of female Goblin. Um, oh. Versus this, and I'm like, literally, they just switched the names around and. Like they just switch oh, really? name, yeah. And I'm like, that's so freaking weird. And yeah, I'm I'm confused. Do we know who this is officially? No, no not not at yeah. all. Yeah, okay. Well, well, what what was her name? That was um, Lily. In, Lily Hollister. Lily Hollister. Menace. I, I, Menace. Menace. Yeah. yeah. She's now yeah. in Black Cat as some cat, Queen Cat. Queen yeah, Cat. The yeah. Queen Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Any any I mean, guesses just, who this is? My my so, guess. How about uh, Norman's wife? Emily Osborne. Emily Osborne. How about that? Was yeah, so, what? This has got to be I Maxine mean, Danger, right? Yeah, Maxine maybe. who? The uh, the CEO of Beyond Corporation. Yes. Oh! Yes. That's, that's kind of... I have a feeling... Uh, we'll talk about it when we're breaking uh, it down. But yeah, it could definitely be Maxine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. I've heard, anybody, a really. I've, heard, I've heard a theory that it's uh, Liz Allen. No, she no. can't go that crazy. Um, there we go. There's a she runs out. I, I, I honestly have no idea who who it is, but I, I do honestly like her design quite a bit. Yeah, like if you look at the Pat Gleason, it's really really good. <laughs> what, what this this one right here? Where it yeah, shows yeah. all the different stuff. Yeah. Well, she's got goblin heads for knee pads. She's got uh, they're, symb they're symbiote heads. <laughs> they are symbiote heads. And then what are these things? This like two pumpkin bombs on a on a baton. Pumpkin pumpkin And they can go out into like chains too. Do you remember American Gladiators where they had those things? Oh yes, so if I Google Kelly Goblin Queen Spider Girl, I was gonna say you're gonna find you'll find Alon. Yeah. Oh, I remember her. Yes. Let's take a look. She was very green and copy image address. Put well, it here. She's not green. There, she's out of her costume. There she is. Who who did she end up being? She well, I mean, you see her before you ever see her as uh, in her goblin form. It's Alon De, uh, Dewan. Okay. Do you remember back with like the goblin cult? Yeah. Yeah, th um. that's where she came from. Basically, the cult never died, mm. and she grew up in said cult as their queen because Norman. The grandfather with no parental rights promised her father uh normie and hers hand in marriage and basically like married them off when they were toddlers oh, and so she yeah. just shows Your up marriage yeah and then she just shows up like hey i'm your wife and he's like what the heck and goes to his stepfather <laughs> Uh, foggy in this universe. That's right. Yeah. Like, uh, we need to get this fixed. What is this? Is this even real? That's been a minute, but I yeah, I remember that. Yeah. On it. Yeah. And then of course, obviously, it doesn't work out for her. So then she gets mad, and she's the reason why he uh, turns into dusk or whatever you want to call him. Why he gets the venom symbiote towards the end. Yeah. Well, that's an amazing. Yeah. She doesn't really super go away, but yeah. <laughs> that... I like her. Is that Norman behind her right there? No, I think that's her dad. 
Oh, it looks or, like no, Osborne no, no, here. No, 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 that's Harry, not, I'm honoring you with a Fu Manchu. It's either her dad or it's um, Simone, who's like the bully in May school. It It's Simone's okay. dad. I just can't remember. Huh. And that looks like the arranger on the bottom left. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that she... was towards the end of Amazing in that in that panel. I remember she took on the very first goblin glider from ASM 14 that she was riding. That's oh, cool. I forgot about sick. that. That's cool. Uh, anyway, there's has been a goblin queen before over in the MC two universe. This is not a new thing. Nope. Uh, so everything and Ben's not a new thing either. So everything <laughs> old is new again, actually. <laughs> everything old is old, but just with a new coat of everything paint. old is brought to is, you by Sherwin Williams. Yeah. No, it's brought to you by editors who read books in the nineties is what this is. What it's proving to me. Well, I love, I love, cause I remember back in 2015, I was like, if the nineties yeah. kids took over, everything would be fixed in comics. <laughs> and now we have the nineties kids running comics and now yeah. things are worse. Oh <laughs> uh, my goodness. All right. So we have three issues on this episode that we want to tackle uh asm 76 7 and 8 and let me pull up my tab for this one uh we're gonna let the new kid start this one off craig take me through asm 76 for me give me a little review of it uh, a little synopsis what this is news to me i didn't know i was had to do anything Oh, just okay. <laughs> All right. Well, here the we new go. kid fails. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to carry this now. This is your job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here, here we go. Amazing Spider-Man number 76, also known as 877. 877. Written yeah. by Zeb Wells, artist Patrick Gleason. Uh, it's a beautiful cover showing Spidey mm -hmm. and MJ in the hospital. Uh, it's also a brutal depiction of the United States healthcare system with the couple alone. <laughs> Wait, hey, oh. hey. nice shot at us, Canada. I, mean, I like fair, it. Fair though. It is, it is fair. I'll give them it's accurate. It's accurate. It's a low blow, but it is accurate. So yep. I will give them that. No doctors, nice. no nurses, no furniture, no windows, yep. total darkness with Peter's life hanging by a literal frame. It's because they're in the back right and of the eight, bill. And, a, and an $80,000 bill hanging, yes. in, the, hanging in the receipt. Yeah. <laughs> by the yeah. way, does Sp the, here's a good question. Does Peter have health insurance? Probably no, he's not. In he's, he's in massive credit card debt per 75. Now, so wait a minute. God, How do, no. You know, this may Industries? work in his benefit. They may not. Oh, he, he has the mask off in the hospital. Never mind. He's getting the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Did Parker Industries offer medical? I wonder. I, I mean, no, that, that, that that's collapsed. the font. That I mean, it's gone, yeah. so that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. what happens if you go to the hospital with no health insurance? Man, I've never had to go to the hospital, so although I am proud of Canadian healthcare, I know very little about it. Uh, okay. Like most Canadians. <laughs> You just know it's Tyler, better than when, ours. When you go to the hospital without health insurance, I don't. Well, you probably have health insurance, but what happens if if hypothetically fine, you, you just they just fix you. <laughs> That's just how it that works. Doesn't happen here. Yeah. And wait. I think wait, everyone get... in town shows up and pays for it out of their own pocket. Like at the end of no, the that's it's a wonderful movie. life. What are you talking yes. about? <laughs> no, wait. That's just a GoFundMe. We have that in America too. <laughs> People just, just have to GoFundMe all, all your hospital jokes. bills. Oh, what? People just I, lean I out know. the window and go, "Craig's in the hospital." And they're like, "What? Craig's in the hospital? Let's go!" Sound the alarm. They all run to the hospital. And then cardiac shows up. Yeah. I mean, it's I will say with MJ, through discover. What, yeah, what, Kelly? I, I will say with MJ being an actress, like that GoFundMe should get covered pretty quickly on our social oh, media. Yeah, yeah this well, should have been go. like top news on Entertainment Tonight or. Spider-Man in the hospital. 
No, they MJ were... watched his boyfriend in well, the hospital. hospital. <laughs> Is MJ ready to move on to a new man? See page three. <laughs> okay, Craig, we're right. playing Jimmy Carr back in happens. the picture. Anyway, I haven't even got past the cover, and we're already off of it. I know, right? <laughs> Good. Okay. Welcome um, to the show. Yes. So on the credits page, uh, it's just your standard stuff, but uh, I will call attention to the very top where it says, it recaps the origin, and it says, Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider, and yeah. Peter Parker's Uncle Ben uh, died. Nothing to do with this issue, but let's just remember that when we get to uh, the following issues. Yeah. Um, so we get to the first page where Aunt May gets a phone call from someone claiming to be Peter who says, I'm hurt, I'm at the hospital. Uh, Aunt May is smart enough to realize that wasn't Peter. Now, longtime readers of Spider-Man will know that this is not the first time that Ben Riley has called Aunt May and pretended to be Correct. someone else. Uh, yep. back, back before the 90s clone saga, uh, we, there was a mysterious stranger that was calling Aunt May, and they, she's called him her old friend, and they had a long relationship. Yep. Um, once he appeared, and that was Ben Riley, we never found out anything more about that, that relationship. I was always curious how that started. And obviously, since Ben sounds exactly like Peter, he must have disguised his voice when he was talking to May on the phone all those years. And I'm just wondering, did he use an accent? Did he use a voice modulator? How did he disguise his voice? But I think he called was, the actress, Aunt May actress. That's not how I just saw <laughs> So we never, we never <laughs> found out. Uh, yeah. I do like on this page that May Aunt, Aunt May has a landline old-fashioned phone uh, with a pad of paper and a pencil next to it. Uh, very <laughs> age-appropriate. Very age-appropriate, yeah. Uh, it's uh, a pretty nice seen, landline, I mean. Yeah, By the way, yeah, I, that's an I, office I, phone. Watch, I watch MeTV, and on MeTV... There is uh, this Hornet set. Get ready for this. I sidetrack all the time. So on MeTV, there is this ad for a commercial and it has a thing on it. It's a landline for seniors and it, it prints the text of what they're saying on help my phone. And I can't get up. Well, no, that's <laughs> meta alert. That's meta alert. This is a phone that takes the voice and does dictation onto the phone. And the actress who plays the grandma is Kathy Garver, who is Firestar. Who I've interviewed, oh, yeah. and she's like, "I love it when Billy calls home." <laughs> I just I see this, and I'm like, "Firestar is selling these things." Is what I see with my brain. Anyway, Say Angelica ahead. Jones, please. I know. <laughs> I miss my friends. Miss <laughs> Lion. Oh, that was Ms. dark. Lyon. Uh, anyway, go uh, ahead. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Ben's in the hospital. Uh, we can see that he was the one who called Aunt May. Um, the doctor comes and says uh, something's. Uh, who asks him about what his brother got into? I like what that they're the continuing. I, I like that they're continuing the Ben being Peter's brother. Uh, ben tells him that Peter's been exposed to ionizing radiation, which is in the Marvel universe probably happens all the time. Uh, all of a sudden, Hurricane NJ shows up at the hospital, one, wanting to know what's going on. Uh, you could tell that she's hurried here because her jeans are all ripped up. She obviously fell down and tore them up a bunch of times. Um, she tells it's the doctor that. Fashion, Craig. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems very cold. Uh, she tells the doctor that Peter called her, but the doctor says, that's impossible. Peter's unconscious in the in the room. And he says it must have been his brother. And he's like, where his brother is gone. And he see that Ben has left his phone on the chair. And this shows that Ben is completely reliant on the Beyond Corporation because what 20-something leaves their phone smartphone behind when they leave a building? Uh, just that's I think very, it was most Peter's unbelievable phone. thing. I believe it was Peter's phone. Oh, bye, Brad. Bye, Brad. Oh, 
Craig, Craig continues. Sorry. I just I, okay. I just wanted to point that out that I believe that it was actually Peter's phone and it's not Ben leaving his phone. It was Ben okay. called through Peter's phone and then Yeah, it was, it was Peter's it. phone. Yeah. Okay. I just saw that Ben was had had the phone out and he was sitting at a chair in the on page two. And then in the next row we see that same I thought that was the same chair and we see the phone. But no, you're what? probably right. Yeah, well, like I said, he he basically took it from Peter and then was calling for help while he got Peter out of oh. his Spider-Man costume and is trying to rush him to the hospital. That makes perfect sense, yeah. which is, I guess, uh, uh, a lesson for Peter. Always lock your phone so that other people can unlock it. I mean, if it's Face ID, phone. Ben can unlock it. Yeah, <laughs> or, or fingerprint or scanner because he's a clone. Yeah. Oh, man, the technology is going to ruin everything. Uh <laughs> So suddenly Peter starts convulsing. Uh, we get a nice full-page panel of Peter in the hospital bed. Uh, at first, I thought these waves emanated Hi. from his body. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> my heart. My heart. The, audio, the, the audio recording is going to make no sense. I don't know where Brad is going to go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Brad. I'll get all this out. Sorry, my my health. All the healthcare jokes made my internet die. So I, I have a conspiracy theory going. No, I'm back. Okay, what did I miss? What did I miss? Uh, so MJ showed up at the hospital. Uh, Peter starts convulsing. Uh, the waves coming off of his body are, represent the spider sense, uh, and it's basically uh, the, the spider sense is like the phone, the cops calling in a horror movie saying the danger is coming from inside your body. Get out! Get out of your body! <laughs> Truth. Uh, meanwhile, at Beyond Tower, uh, we see that Marcus is talking to Janine. And he tells her to impress upon Ben the importance of staying in contact. Uh, ben arrives and he's chewed out for removing his costume without telling Beyond. Uh, ben sounds like he's in the army here, like this is uh, he's being ordered around and not like this is not an equal partnership. Uh, ben says that the other guy had a problem. So I was wondering, does the Beyond Corporation know who Peter that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? Like how much do they know about they, uh, they don't. Because he keeps on saying the other guy, and he doesn't say that his name. But you would think that did they know he's a clone? Because Peter Parker is a worldwide known person from Parker Industries yeah. and a photographer. So just from the hair alone, you think they'd be able to figure out? We know Bennett's a clone. Oh, look, here's a guy who's identical to him except for the hair color. I was just curious. It, I, it, I, I think. Oh, I think I think Kelly and I are going to say the same thing. But um, legally, even if they do know, they don't want to just because it causes yeah. them a bunch of like, trouble. It, yeah, I guess they don't care, but I, it's it's it seems like Ben is trying to protect Peter's identity, even though he doesn't Kelly. seem to have. Oh, sorry, Kelly, go ahead. No, no. It, basically, all I was going to say though is, in terms of tech, especially a failed business, that's not going to be common knowledge. It's not like he was sitting there in the gossip mags either, um, so they're not going to know what Peter looks like, and they're not going to realize that he's related in any way if he's not telling them and he's clearly not mm. telling them mm. to keep Peter's secret safe. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a good point. Cause yeah. in so, Parker industries, P Spider-Man was the mascot and kind of Peter was kind of just ancillary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, not to mention there's other people with spider powers who obviously look nothing like Peter. They got silk miles. So yeah. it, that doesn't even guarantee they're related or anything. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, uh, TK Tunstall says Brad's gone every way cuss. Did you guys just yeah. drop an f bombs left and right? Uh oh yeah, actually, actually, you, did. Actually, actually, you were good. You were good. I didn't even mention Trench. Yes, yes, yeah, okay. No. Vinkman says Brad internet, Brad's internet was getting back at him for constantly derailing the review show when he knows he has a satellite show in less than an hour. It's okay. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's here. Yeah. 
what's up, Ryan? Okay, keep going. All ben right. and is being consoled. It's yes, okay, uh, baby. What happened? It's okay. Uh, so basically, Marcus tells Ben that he has to go stop the UFOs later. Um, not because that they're super villains that could kill people, but because Ben letting them go makes Spider-Man and Beyond look bad. Um, yeah. So Janine speaks for the readers here and says that she doesn't like Marcus. Uh, ben tells Janine yeah. that something has happened to Peter, and which made me wonder, what does Janine know about Peter? I don't think they ever met because Janine was in the last years yeah. or all that stuff. Does she, I, I'm mm -hmm. guessing that ben, ben probably told her about him, but I'm, I'm assuming that Janine and Peter never met uh, and have no relationship. I think they have, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned Hurricane uh, MJ arriving at the hospital. Here comes Hurricane Aunt May. Uh, she arrives in. I guess she's not really a hurricane here. She's more like, oh, my goodness, what's happened to Peter? Um, Peter's conscious at this point. Uh, he talks to them. Uh, MJ covers for him by saying he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, Aunt May wants to go see Peter's doctor. She says she won't rest until she knows Peter's getting the treatment he needs. Uh, I'd yeah. like Aunt May here. She's upset about Peter's condition, but she's not breaking down. You know, she's going to go yeah. find the doctor and browbeat him until she's convinced that Peter's getting the best care possible. Well, she she just bre beat breast cancer, so she's ready to take on some docs and whatever challenges she has in front of her. It, depending she upon beat, what hospital this is. She, she, yeah, she beat American Healthcare. <laughs> if, if, I don't know if this is the same hospital, but maybe she's like, I know some of the doctors here. I know some of the people. Right. I, I'll, I'll, I was I just in a satellite book with, in this hospital. <laughs> Tom Taylor. <laughs> <Well>, <laughs> hospitals are huge in America. There's yeah. too many different departments. So she probably wouldn't know who's in this area that seems to be true. like ICU. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. She was probably in a cancer unit and this is the ER probably. So yeah. yeah. And Ryan says characteristics of May and MJ were great in this issue. I would agree. Yeah. I like both of them were dead on. Yeah. Yeah, they were both good. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Legion of Doom, I mean, beyond headquarters, um, <laughs> Ben is talking with those two long-standing members of Spider-Man's supporting cast, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing. Um, <laughs> they're showing him new weapons for his suit when he when he goes and fights the UFOs. Uh, ben is distracted, thinking of the other Spider-Man. And, of course, Marcus, speaking for Marvel, tells Ben, there is no other Spider-Man. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Uh, in a rare moment of telling Beyond that they're not the boss of him, Ben says he'll be back in an hour and leaves without permission. Uh, back at the hospital, the doctor tells Peter that him being conscious is a good sign. Uh, he leaves to go save the radiologist from Aunt May, and, mm -hmm. and, and then Ben shows up, and MJ is not happy to see him. We get a nice panel of her giving, Peter, giving Ben the stink eye. Uh, ben kind of looks smug in this panel, so I don't know if that was intentional or not. Here, I'm, tr I'm trying um, to get it. Hold on a sec. Uh, oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. He looks... Yeah, that's... <laughs> I like MJ looking at almost him like he's head. like he's dozing off like Jughead would in the old Archie comics. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I love I love the look on this. No, you can't leave Peter in the hospital covered in radiation. Haha, <laughs> Beyond Corporation go brrr. I mean <laughs> what the I feel like it's just a weird it almost feels like maybe the pencils got col colored over slightly too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah it yeah, I, oh, yeah, like Ben, like a bit like, weird. Like Ben was supposed to be looking away in guilt or something. Yeah, and I think then the colorist went over some of that um, mm -hmm. lightly because I that's the scene that happens after that wouldn't make sense for him to be so smug. Yeah, it, it almost looks like he's sighing in this panel, which was probably not the. Well, he's got his eyes closed like, in this, oh, this panel yeah, okay. too. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so I was cu- curious by this. When is the last time MJ saw Ben? Did she see him at all in Clone Conspiracy or was it back after no. the 90s Clone Saga? I think 90s. Because in the 90s yeah. Clone Saga, MJ and Ben were good. Uh, uh, yeah, but so I'm guessing all that goodwill has gone. She's heard about his crap. I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah. She's I she's hear about the jacket Im- imagine the hearing second. Imagine hearing secondhand that like your boyfriend's uh, clone came back as the jackal and tried to resurrect everybody, but they were all being kept hooked on drugs so that yeah, they she's could. Not, she's not. And, and, and then he that. stabbed his other clone brother at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she just care about Kane. <laughs> I I care about Kane. Yeah. You're not MJ though. And as Peter's telling MJ all about this, MJ says this is starting to sound like a bad comic book plot. Um, so anyway, Ben tells Peter that he wants his blessing to be Spider-Man. Uh, so in a rare moment of clarity, Ben realizes that in the previous issue, that when he told Peter that he wasn't asking to be Spider-Man, that was a bad move. So now he's asking for his permission. Um, and in a panel where Peter is obviously speaking for himself and in no way speaking for the new brain trust of writers, Peter says that Ben deserves to be Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> I can't help but think that this decision by Peter is 100% based on the fact that he's in the hospital dying. Otherwise, he'd probably tell Ben, no, I'm still Spider-Man. Nothing's changed since last issue. Um, Ben thanks Peter, but before Ben leaves, Peter reaches out to him and says, wait, wait, one more thing. And he says, be greater. And then the phone rings, and it's Sony PlayStation's lawyers with a cease and desist order preventing them from using the tagline from the 2018 <laughs> PS4 game. So Peter says, okay, be amazing. Uh, and uh, I like I like to think that the Brain Trust went through all the other options from all the other Spidey books. Be spectacular, be web of, be adjectiveless, be nonstop. Mm-hmm. And they finally- Be team up, yeah. Yeah, be team up or be amazing was what they. I mean, you, you don't you don't think editorial said that they needed to write this specific like <laughs> in here with I, the amazing because yeah. he's going to be the amazing Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think I think that Peter saying be adjectiveless was a little too on nose. <laughs> <laughs> but this this uh, really feels like Marvel is saying we have to have Peter be okay with Ben taking over. You know what Peter should have said is like I could sell this book in the hospital. I don't need you, Clone Boy. He could have said that, but the, I don't think that would have yeah. went over as well. We'll call it General Hospital, but the copyright lawyers. No, Spider Man. All the villains come to Spider Man's room. He beats them up. They get them out. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway. So. Ben leaves, very happy. Uh, Peter tells MJ that he can't feel his body. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Ben is outside, changing into sp- his Spider-Man co- Spider-Ben costume, completely in public, uh, seemingly not caring at all about uh, anyone finding out that he's uh, about his secret identity. Um, yeah. In the next page, we get a nice split panel where half of it is Peter seizing up in the hospital bed and the other half is Ben uh, representing uh, yeah. the MCU Spider-Man being with without his mask off. Uh, I really felt that they should have had these two panels flat together without any white space and really been yeah. like half right on the nose. So we could have had like a completely half and half of Peter and Ben making up one That would have been good. Person. But uh, there's just a little artistic uh nitpick on my point uh the doctors rush in but peter realizes that his body is the danger and is trying to shut down to save him and he slips into a coma and if you've ever watched a soap opera you realize that whenever they don't know what to do with a character they put them in a coma and they realize yeah. we'll figure out what to do with the actor in a few months uh, aka we'll fi- we'll get him out of the coma in 900 <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, we know last- coming out before yeah. that yeah know, but yeah. I, I, know. I don't think is... that that was necessarily a similar situation. This was more 
they knew that if they had another brain trust with Peter, the fans would be more upset than they already are. And this was kind mm-hmm. of their solution of being able to do something different without touching the character. Yeah. That's, for when yeah. they get a writer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Peter's last thoughts are gotta escape, gotta go away. And there's a close up of Peter's eye, and this could just be nothing, but there's a weird red smudge on Peter's eye. And I zoomed in with my camera, and it looks like a little tiny face. We see a close up of the face in the second panel where it says gotta get away. Um, I don't know. There if is a, is, there is an eye. I don't I know if this is anything that was mystical. Mary Jane looking down at him. Uh, like that's, is that Mary like Jane? Go in the next panel, I mean, and a, that's like the yeah. same angle from above. But the hair is all flowing like she's upside down, hanging from upside down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it is MJ. It, it's I hard. thought it was. I thought it was. I kind of thought maybe it was Peter, like his conscience kind of slipping away yeah. into the into the bloodstream. I guess I don't know. That, that, I was wondering if it was I didn't notice that. that his soul maybe like escaped because it says "gotta get away." So as is his consciousness trying to escape his body, which is killing him? I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out in number 899 when yeah. Peter comes back in the following issue. Um, we cut back to those classic Spider-Man enemies, the UFOs. Uh, Vapor, <laughs> X-Ray, Ironclad, and Vector. And I have to and I admit I had to go look up those names on the Marvel Wiki. Um, Ironclad looks a lot smaller than he usually does th- that panel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, Brad, he, he's Hulk size usually. Mm. Brad, uh, Brad's so upset that you didn't know who the UFOs were. <laughs> well, a couple Dude, of my favorite Hulk here, villains. Yeah, he's, hide, he's hiding his he's hiding his contempt. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I, the UFOs haven't been around much since the eighties, yeah. and they were they were cool fighting Hulk back in the day. I loved it. But I was surprised to find out on the the uh, the, the wiki that they were basically they were trying to recreate the Fantastic Four's powers, like four people, one one woman, and they were trying to yep. say, hey, let's expose ourselves to cosmic rays and become the, the FF. Uh, you learn something new every day. Uh, in this scene, I can't tell if they're on a job or they're just hanging out. Uh, I like to think that this is their headquarters and they're just like chilling at home when uh, when uh, all hell breaks loose here. Um, all of a sudden, vacuum bearings are deployed against vapor. Uh, what are vacuum bearings? I have no idea, but uh, they, they seem to work. They seem to work on paper because they suck her up. Uh, we yep. see a pretty, we see a kind of a graphic image of her being ripped into multiple pieces. Uh, there's yep. multiple bearings, so they suck her up into uh, multiple bearings. Does this hurt her or kill her? Don't worry, it's comics. She'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Spider Ben deploys lead chaff against X-ray. Uh, what is lead chaff? Well, Google defines chaff as material ejected into the air for reflecting radar waves to confuse an enemy's radar detection, which actually seems to make sense against someone called X-Ray. Um, mm. I'm assuming that chaff made of lead will stop him, and it does. Uh, Vector fires a blast at Spider-Ben. Um, his blast is deflected and hits Ironclad, who is so shocked that he yells, Gark, G-A-R-K. <laughs> I don't know if this is something that Ironclad normally says, but I think more people in comic books should say Gark. Gark. Uh, Gark. It's it's the new Snarf. (laughs) Snarf, Snarf, Snarf. Uh, On the last page, we get Vector obviously terrified, saying, Spider-Man? And Ben replies, hell yes, Spider-Man. And this final page is a perfect representation of the current Amazing Spider-Man reader's relationship with the book. Vector represents the readers who aren't sure if what they're reading is actually Spider-Man anymore. (laughs) And Spider-Ben represents Marvel, telling the readers, hell yes, this is Spider-Man. Just keep buying this book. This is Spidey. Don't listen to those who say that Ben isn't Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) 
They're clearly trying to tell you that he's not Spider-Man. <laughs> by, the, by the cussing? He, he has he has laser he has a little like laser gauntlets on his arms. That well, yeah, be, like, no. Yeah, no, I'm like I'm actually being serious. Like hmm. we'll and we'll go through the other two issues too. But they're very clearly trying to tell you, like, Ben is not cut out to be Spider-Man and the Beyond oh, Corporation. Yeah is really only interested in the suit and the IP and not the man, man, but the man is who makes Spider-Man and it's not Ben, it's Peter, but we'll get into that. But I'm just like, you keep making that like it's a joke. And I'm like, I just want to be very clear that like the actual writing team on this brain trust, as much as we don't agree with it, I think are doing a really good job at what their, their intention is for this. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it th- this. I don't think this is pleasant for the fans or for Marvel, th- yeah. but this is just something that they had to do to keep. Basically, it was like yeah. keep, keep the going, yeah, or stop Spider-Man. Till they found a new person, and they weren't going to do that because money yeah. is king. Yeah. yeah, Craig, Craig, what would you give this for a grade? <sighs> I'm trying to not just grade the issue just on like the beyond status quo because it's the new status quo so it shouldn't be graded for that that being said uh this is um the mj and peter and and, uh and aunt may scenes are what's good on this my grade is a c minus at best i'm being uh kelly what's your grade uh give me one second to pull it up uh i also did a c minus i love aunt may and uh her characterization here really feels like aunt may um, but I didn't like the story, um, and a lot of that is like just bias of not liking Peter being in danger, and not liking him being so nice to Ben after everything, including the fact that like the reason he's the reason he's like almost dying on this bed is because of Ben. So I, I have a clear bias on that, but mm-hmm. I get why they needed it and what's going on. But it's I. I You'll see in my grades. I, I'm not a super fan of of this story in particular, even though I know that they're trying to tell a good story. Mm. Yeah, but we'll we'll so, get into it. Did you say C minus? C minus. And and Craig, what'd you say? I said C minus as well. Okay, Tyler, what's your grade? I'll give it a C plus. Okay. Uh, I liked it a little more. Uh, like one of the one of the pros I liked is that. I actually like the scene with uh, Ben actually like sort of apologizing to Peter and like mm. Peter passing it off to him because he knows he needs to right now because Peter feels himself getting worse. Yeah. And so just uh, like one, one big, like obviously I wasn't there for the review show for the, for the last issue, but that was a big problem I had with it. Whereas Ben's just be, was a straight up asshole yeah. and just mm-hmm. like in their little convo they had. And so I did appreciate him sort of s- swallowing crow and saying, look, I, I, that's not how I should have handled that. And, and he's got, you know, I know under, he's got the pressure of the beyond corp and everything, but I do, I did really like him just saying beyond corp. I don't care. I'm going to go talk to him and just, you know, man up and saying, I'm sorry. I do want your blessing. I, I shouldn't have done that. And, and P- Peter, you know, it is a brotherly relationship. So even after all the clone conspiracy crap, I, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think the brother, the brother friendship is really strained after the clone conspiracy. Look, it's uh, it's Spider Gwen. They're like it's back to normal now. Don't worry dug, about it. He dug up his Uncle Ben, right? Didn't he? Yeah, this, but he this, I mean crazy. that's a deal breaker. Come on, this story almost feels like no conspiracy didn't happen though. 
It does. It very much feels like that didn't happen. Well, I what, think what I was going to say there, I mean, brothers, just any kind of familiar relationship can be complicated. So the thing is, is like they can be mad at each other or technically Peter can still have a lot of trust issues and not really be too happy with Ben, but still yeah. he's going to have a kinship and he's going to want, you know, he's not going to want Peter being Peter is not going to want the worst for Ben either. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of yeah, what plus, I got out of that conversation. Yeah, plus be, because of the whole coma situation, he feels himself slipping into it. It's not going to be like "f you, Ben," and then just suddenly go into a coma. <laughs> like, <it's> just... <laughs> <laughs> I never liked you. Uh, I never liked you. <laughs> uh, Neil, what's your grade? Um, I'm actually going to probably have the highest grade out of anyone here. I'm going to give it a B. Um, so my main flaw is that the, the kind of tossing of the hat to, uh, Ben is kind of manufactured or kind of feels like the writer's like, okay, we kind of got to get Peter in the situation where he's forced to give Ben, uh, the status quo of Spider-Man. So let's try and do it as organic as possible. But unfortunately, status quo changes are never organic. Yeah. So you can, you can kind of see, uh, Zeb Wells going like, see guys, Peter gave it to Ben. So that means it's okay. Yeah. Um, Pat Gleason definitely carries this issue in terms of uh, how the issue is framed and how it's presented. Um, he does amazing work. There's a couple of weird panels, like we said, where like Ben's uh, looking smug at MJ when MJ's like, Peter's in a coma, and Ben's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but aside from that, I, I do agree with Kelly's take on that that final page. It's not meant to be like a middle finger to the fans. It's more meant to be that like, you know, yeah. Ben, Ben's got like the superior Spider-Man gauntlets and like smoke coming out of them and swearing. And he's going like, hell yeah, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. It's clearly meant to be like a this something is wrong here. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to be like you're not supposed to take this as like a, a hell yeah, let's go moment. You're supposed to be going wait a minute, something's not right here kind exactly. of moment. Like on the so goddamn you Spider-Man? You gave it a B, which is the highest grade yet. I'm going to go lower than Are you dense? <laughs> I'm going to give it a B-. Uh, mainly, the scenes I liked, which were mentioned by oh, someone in chat said uh, the Mary Jane and um, Aunt May scenes were very mm-hmm. much in character. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really nice. I like that. Mary Jane and Aunt May will come in swinging to protect their boy. Uh, I liked it a lot. I, I agree with everyone that said that it felt forced with Be Amazing. Uh, I He he is kind of gullible, Peter Parker, isn't he? He thinks the best of people a lot, I think. Even, even if you yeah. bury, dig up his uncle and present it to him. He he tends to believe in the best of people. I think. Do you think, Kelly? You disagree? It's, it's his clone. Think? It's not that I disagree. I think that that is a very. It's a misinterpretation of Peter's character. The thing is, it's not that he is gullible or that he's naive. The issue is, is that like he has a big heart and he wants to believe in the best yeah. of people, and that's yes. how his aunt and uncle raised him. He does know better, but the thing is is again like i said ben is basically like i mean he's his clone it's basically like he's his brother you can be angry at your brother like i mean i I don't get along with my brother i fight with him all the time but the thing is is that's still my brother if something bad was happening to him or if something you know if we were in an argument you know i still want the best for him it doesn't matter if i'm angry at him or not 
I mean, how many times did Harry try and kill Peter? And Peter was always trying to like saying, Harry, you're my best friend. So don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. So, and after that, after multiple, multiple times. And in the next 10 to 15 years, if Harry Osborne comes back, he'll probably say, welcome back, brother. It's been a minute. You know, (laughs) is what he'll probably do. If I, (laughs) it's like, that's, it's like the scene in Simpsons. We thought you were dead. Nope. Nope. No, he's back. Vinkman, some pros that we haven't. Uh, Vinkman, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Wow. I'm looking at, Vinkman, looking at Vinkman's comments over here, and I'm Hold looking on. at Craig. Craig, your uh, pros that we haven't mentioned already. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta make some hundred dollar uh, super chats like Vinkman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. <laughs> and, and sorry, Vinkman, that was no way me prodding you. Uh, I'm just. <laughs> Just memories. Um, like, yeah, as people said, all the Peter, MJ, and Aunt May scenes are my yeah. pros. Uh, Aunt May is, like I said, she's not like weeping in a corner. She's basically saying, like, is this the best doctor? Let me go find the best doctor. And you know that she's not going to stop. Um, Janine, in her brief scene here, we see this more in the following issues, but just in her brief scene here, we see that she seems to be the smart person in this relationship because she seems yeah. to be the one to think there's something wrong here with the Beyond Corporation. And Ben's like, oh, no, everything's fine. Um, so even though I love very little about Janine, uh, she seems to be uh, the better one in this relationship. Have, have we seen much of Janine since the out out of uh, the lost years? It, has no, she been she's in, been in jail. <laughs> I, I know. After the, lo- the lost years, she went to jail and was that it? Four issues? Yeah. yeah we know that. Yeah. Did you, wait, yeah. hang on, Brad. Did I'm you thinking. expect? Did, did you expect like every once in a while we just cut to Janine in prison? I don't know. Like, maybe she got shanked. I don't know. Maybe that was a Marvel the? Unlimited issue that I missed. I, <laughs> yeah, but no, I would have loved in David's uh, Scarlet Spider run if it, if Ben just goes to see it. Hey, I wonder how Janine's doing. And you just find out she's been shoved in prison. It's yeah. <laughs> time to be evil again. Black. That's what happened. Boy, that got dark. That's what uh, Captain Janeway, you know? <laughs> Trust um, me. They're right. half, you know all the annuals where they have backups, like 10-page stories? Are you like sure Janine's not been in in one of those? Time for the Janine show. Yeah, no, in MC2, she did give birth to a kid. So she did? Yeah, that's Dark Devil. Riley Thine is uh, oh, Ben Riley oh, and Janine. Dark kid. Devil is Janine's kid? Who's the daddy? Ben Riley. Do you read? Come on, Brad. <laughs> I well wait a minute. Hold yeah, it's been a minute since I, I read Dark Devil. I I guess and you said Janine. I'm like, did Matthew Murdoch knock her up? Why is she dark? Why is she no, dark? Brad, no, Brad, okay. Brad, Brad, hang on, put should, I, should I explain Brad. it? It's gonna sound no, like we don't have time to something. explain it. <laughs> Brad, put Brad, put me on solo focus. I want to oh, show you something. No. Okay, go so, ahead. So this is how you this is the iPad uh when you read it correctly. This is you. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but it, an iPad uh, will auto rotate, so that's not a good analogy either. Yeah, but that makes it even worse because he said, "I couldn't read that." Wait, wait, wait. When did Dark Devil come out? The ni- late nineties. Nineteen ninety nine was his miniseries. Okay, it's been a minute, and that gave minute. his origins. Uh, yeah. But basically, just to like explain it, I'm seething right now. <laughs> Um, Riley Thine is okay. the son of Ben Riley and Janine. Okay. And he basically had to go live with one of her family members who were very, very abusive. Okay. And then uh, it wasn't a great home life with his aunt and uncle. But Kane, because of MC2 Kane, Kane likes to be the uncle batman that just watches in the shadows oh, yeah. he's always oh, watching yeah 
Yeah. So um, anyway, as Riley started getting uh, a degenerative disease, essentially, like he's his body's breaking down because of clone DNA. Um, Kane tried to help him. And by helping him, he summoned a demon. Okay. And it's the uh, Ghost Rider demon. And that Ghost Rider demon uh, was like, I'm going to take this boy's soul. And you guys can all make this uh, Sunny in Philadelphia reference there. Uh, but the ghost of Matt Murdock uh, suddenly comes, just shows up and goes, you can't take this boy's soul. And so they're having a constant battle inside the body of Riley Thine. So, okay. yeah, okay. Matt Ryan, Zathros. Uh, so, yeah, so that's yeah. that's why he is Dark Devil. And he okay. can be this demonic so daredevil. Did Janine ever get out of jail or did Ben on a conjugal no, visit? No, no, I, no. If, from what I understand, because, you know, Ben Ben stayed dead in, in C2. He doesn't come back. <laughs> he never got um, sworn by the Encore with him, so, Um. Well, you see, Brad, there, when a clone and a redhead love each other. <laughs> yeah, so there's these discussions. And essentially what I have determined, um, yeah. which I know not every MC2 fan is happy with this, but the way it, it feels to me in that. Yeah. Is that they had basically she was probably arrested, um, like just before she found out she was pregnant and was pregnant in the jail. Okay. Um, and technically that would make Riley a little bit older than May. Okay. Or a little bit younger than May, but they're about the same age. Um, but essentially that's kind of how I figured Ooh, that out. What What if Janine gets pregnant and and six one six? That's possible because that was a that's a theory about the come on uh, any Spider-Man being a dad, Brad. Come on, Spider-Man with a kid. No, you know what? They would probably allow Ben to be a dad before they allow Peter. I would agree with that. I mean, Kane's kind of a dad, but not anymore. Ryan, Ryan, Janine. uh, So Ryan wrote a thing saying Janine gave Riley up for adoption. She didn't. He goes to his aunt and uncle because he talks about how it's like almost Mm. the opposite of. Being with his, you know, Peter being with his aunt and uncle was a great experience. Riley's was not. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other cons that we haven't mentioned on this one? Boy, we we went into the whole discussion of Janine a yeah. little bit. I like it. I didn't know yeah. the history of her that much after those four issues. Uh, um, any other cons that we haven't mentioned? Uh, the Beyond Corporation is obviously evil. Uh, they're not even yeah. trying to hide it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they're eventually going to be revealed to be Roxxon and have like a Thunderbolts number one reveal. Ha ha, we were really Roxxon the whole time. Um, <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're a thing. I mean, they've been well established for a while now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Since like 2005. Most of my cons have already been mentioned. Ben doesn't seem to care about his secret identity at Beyond. I mean, I'm assuming everyone at Beyond knows that he's really Spider-Man or that yes. he's Spider-Man. Um, uh, the, the Beyond tech that he used to defeat the UFOs. Uh, we know from the 90s clone saga that Ben was able to create his own impact webbing and stingers. Why couldn't they have given Ben a lab at Beyond and have him create this tech himself? No, he needs Beyond to do it for him. Uh, yeah. That was just something. I, I don't think they gave him that option. 
Yeah, I know, but it would have yeah. been nice just to show that because, like, back in the nineties, Ben shows up and he's got impact webbing and slingers, and, and Peter's like, "Wow, I never thought to invent that." And yeah, like, well, it's it's all the beyond branding, though. It's like well, yeah. here you're taking our stuff. You're our Spider-Man. Well, also, it, it, well, also, it would create a disillusionment of freedom if Ben has his own gear. Then he's not relying on Beyond Corporation anymore. But everything he created while at Beyond would be property of Beyond and the intellectual property rights. He's smart enough. To, he would. I think Ben is smart enough, in spite of some of the recent actions he's done, like signing up with them in the first place. Yeah. That like he would probably be smart enough to say, "I want to have par- partial ownership at least over the tech I make for you guys." Right. Yeah, all right. We, we ready to move on to the next issue? Yes. So. All right, Kelly, you've got this one. Yep. We have a rare ward balloon on the cover. We don't see those as much as I we know. used to. Uh, yeah. Um, so ASM 878 or uh, what is this version four? 77. Yeah. Yeah. 77. Four or five. I don't, I don't even know. Four or five. It's up there, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. But this is an issue written by Kelly Thompson, who is currently writing uh, Black Widow. I believe, mm-hmm. which we will talk about on satellites as well. And Sarah Patelli as the artist Nolan Woodard was on colors. Yep. We start with the daughters of the dragon, Colleen Wing and Misty Knight. They are practicing field training, something Ben seemed to ask for, but now seems to be very overwhelmed by uh, yeah. and distracted. And he kind of regrets sparring. And he even says it's his own hubris that got him in that position. Um, Maxine Danger, who looks a lot like Maxine Gibson from Batman Beyond, just saying, uh, (laughs) closes the training down and asks the girls to go to tech and training to get fitted with proper tech to go out into the field, a.k.a. surveillance gear uh, for them. So the Beyond Corporation can watch them. Uh, Colleen seems to I took it like she was almost slightly flirting with him a bit and tells him that he's slow on his right as he follows Maxine. Maxine basically tells him that she thinks he's not taking his job as Spider-Man seriously enough and how it's disrespectful to the Beyond Corporation and how much they've invested in him. Basic classic gaslighting from a CEO in a corporate setting. Um, She isn't too happy that Ben's cut his uh, kind of has made a habit into turning off his comm link and taking a suit off, um, which the way that that came out almost was like, so do you want him to take it? Like, is he supposed to shower in it? Like why he should be able to take it off sometimes. Um, And she's not really here for excuses that she needs him to understand that if, you know, he's really not feeling like he's cut out for this, then he needs to let them know now so they can find someone else to replace him. It's a weird conversation to also have while all of these really insane things are happening behind them. Like a rabid koala and a scientist questioning everything after leaving the sandwich department. <laughs> um, yeah. ben, ben says he is, you know, basically Ben answers her saying he is Spider-Man and that pleases Maxine. So Maxine leaves him at Dr. Kafka's door for his therapy. Kafka in one of her many faces, because she's back to looking slightly younger, talks to Ben about the weird harrowing conversation that he just had with Maxine and Kafka advises that they all have jobs to do and Maxine is just doing hers. Ben goes back to talk about a memory he has of his aunt and uncle, uh, Peter's memory where uncle Ben and aunt may, uh, basically where he decided to fix a loose step uh, in the rain after aunt may had fallen. 
Suddenly, though, Ben loses the memory and can't remember what Uncle Ben said to him slash Peter. And it really scares him because this is weird that, like, these memories that were obviously not really his to begin with start basically going missing. But Kafka doesn't seem too concerned because she doesn't know that he's a clone. Uh, And she... She thinks that this is just because too many changes have happened so quickly for Ben. He just needs a day or two off to let his brain catch up to him. Does, so does at, Kafka know she herself is a clone? Probably not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a clone. I think, she, oh, I think she does, doesn't she? Because she was in uh, the Transamerica Pyramid during clone. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like, we'll we'll see. Hey Ben, you look like that guy who's dressed like no. the jackal. Yeah. No, no, I she wasn't. Know. She wasn't part of that. She was after. She was revealed in the Ravencroft mini, and yeah. then she had no idea she was a clone. I'd yeah. like her to no. say to ben, ben. I have a secret. I'm a clone, and Ben's like, I am too. And they're like, Wow, let's mm-hmm. hug. Let's be best friends. Yeah. BFF. Yeah. No. no. All right. So <laughs> to get back to it. At McCarthy Medical Center, MJ and Aunt May are at Peter's bedside. Aunt May refuses to take uh, her eyes off Peter as the last time she left the room, he slipped into a coma. She asked MJ if she could call anybody, like call Stark, call all of her Hollywood connections, and get Peter better care because she doesn't trust the doctor. And Mary Jane said she tried. She explains that she couldn't get a hold of Doctor Strange and Tony Stark and with the editors telling you to check out their books to see why, uh, which felt very old school. And I actually kind of like that. And MJ says that they might be on their own this time. Aunt May refuses to believe this and refuses to accept this and says she has a few house calls to make on her own. MJ tells her not to do anything too crazy because Peter would never forgive her if something happened to May. And May advises she'd rather have Peter mad than comatose and walks out of the room. As MJ sits down and starts talking to Peter, Felicia shows up at the window. At Ben's apartment, Ben comes in to see Janine for a bit and they have a cute moment about Dr. Kafka's name and Janine expecting him to come home half cockroach, half spider. Their conversation (laughs) turns... Serious, however, to the fact that Janine feels like they are caged in the Beyond Corporation. She feels silly since, you know, this is so nice and better than what, you know, she was in. And technically, she's still serving her sentence. She's still a prisoner. Yeah. Um, you know, and better gilded cage than what she was in. But something still feels very unsettling to her. She, you know, her, her own inner uh, spider sense, if you will. Is kind of Janine sense or Janine sense, yeah. yeah. Janine sense is not <laughs> well, you know, because it's it's the thing in the back of your head where things feel uneasy. Yeah. Um, but before Ben and Janine can really talk about it, he gets a call to go be Spider Man. So Ben Ben runs off and he finds Morbius doing vampire things. And when he asks him if he was responsible for all of these hopefully not dead bodies on the ground, Morbius rushes him. And Ben tries to keep his distance to just subdue Morbius while asking him what is going on, but he just doesn't know vampire growls as a language yet, so it's a little (laughs) hard to understand. They continue to fight, and as Ben is distracted by not finding a pulse on one of the bodies, Morbius is able to get close enough to punch Ben right in the face and drink his blood while he's stunned. This is a strange take on Twilight, but all right. And (laughs) to be continued. 
Oh yeah, that's a weird looking panel. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your grade on this one? I gave it a B minus because I like the okay. art much better in this issue. Uh, Sarah Bocelli knocked it out of the park. Uh, but we'll we'll go into my pros and cons yeah. to explain <laughs> that. All right, Craig. What's your grade on this? Uh, this gets a D. Okay. Uh, Tyler, what's your grade? I go straight C. Uh, Neil. Uh, straight C as well. Kelly and I will have words on the art later. Uh, uh, C minus out of me. Uh, Kelly pros. Uh, my pro was mainly the art. I thought that this is yeah. some of Sarah's best work, actually, at least from what I've seen of her. Um, mm -hmm. Mostly because it's very, from this issue alone, it's very clear she phoned in about half half of the issues off Abrams Man. Because, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> MJ and Aunt May's faces are especially in the close-ups are very, very pretty to me. I, I really liked it a lot. I think Kelly Thompson ha it has a really good voice for uh, Amazing Spider-Man, not necessarily with Ben. Like, I would like to see her take on Peter and MJ because I thought, like, the way she had Aunt May act, which is also how she's acted so far with all of this brain trust, and she's acting very much of herself and having that gumption that, you know, we've talked about so for so long about how Aunt May has gumption, but we've never seen it since, what, the 80s? So, you know... Just Aunt May's kind of, gumption? Yeah. We really have... I mean, maybe a little bit in the late 90s, but, like, I feel like she got mm -hmm. the wind knocked out of her when she died the first time. That's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. You were talking about the art on Aunt May. There was one panel that I thought was just really weird. What is okay. Aunt May's lips doing? Like what is that? I think like she's Joker. pouting, but like she's supposed to. Ugh. She's she looks older. This is my thing: is they didn't like. She doesn't look young. She looks like she's supposed to look. She's supposed to be yeah. older. She put on some um, pounds. Well, she, I think even well, not 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 Bacelli's version. Yeah, no, she's. I mean, she has an old woman body, but she's very slim in this version versus the last issue. She was like forty yeah, pounds heavier. Just that panel throws me. She said, yeah. she got big. She got big sad because of Peter, and she lost all that weight. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, I, I really, I really enjoy Kelly Thompson's writing. I think. Yeah. This was very clear. Um, and, and like I said, I, I'm noticing a theme of all of this is like reminding Ben he's not, you know, like we're we're. It's almost like everybody is reminding Ben that he's not giving it his all, even though he thinks he is. Mm -hmm. And it's just clear that like, he's just not the right person for this job. You know, he's also dealing with clearly like he's losing his implanted memories and Janine reminding them that like they're trapped here. Like mm -hmm. the beyond corporation owns them uh, is just kind of, you know, he he's still been, and he doesn't want to admit these things to himself yet, but like, we're starting yeah. to see those cracks where he's eventually going to have to, mm -hmm. you know, he, he's going to have to deal with it himself and really mm -hmm. understand that this was such a mistake on his end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, mm. I, I'm liking those aspects of the story. I'm liking the fact that like we're seeing characters act like they should be acting. I don't see anybody remotely wildly out of character, which is the first time in a long time. I'll give you that. But it's, you I'll know, you it's it's still not my favorite story. 
Same. Same. We'll get into when we start talking about cons. What What's some other pros from the panel? Well, uh, I have some. Just uh, okay. something I like. I Kelly mentioned all the background gags at the Beyond Corp, and I I really yeah. enjoyed those. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. someone who loves Next Wave, which is where Beyond Corps originates from. And there are some straight up callbacks to that, like the killer drop mm-hmm. bears, like those attack the people in next wave, and you, it's like the, the same art drop. style. Yeah. yeah, it's like evil koala bear, and so I it's like a, the sandwich department. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, well, I, and is that I, the koala bear in the back there, right there? Nope. No, 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 no. It's in another no, it's a, it's panel. A different panel. But see, and yeah, that's that's it's, my it's, thing. It's that's why, yeah, and that's why, like, I I just got. Sorry. I I think Kelly Thompson hit this out of the park. And why I really can't give it too low of a grade because I think with what they have to deal with, with what the story was handed to them as, yeah. I think that, you know the research was done as best as it could be, and you can clearly see that on the page. Here, yeah, I think I found the bear. Broccoli, is, is that it? Yes. 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 Okay. Yep. There you go. So, yeah. so I, I'm a big fan of Next Wave. So I love hearing all the references about broccoli men. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, any other pros? Um, yeah, actually, Mr. Connick's kind of point one. This is a small one, but Black Cat kind of dropping a check on Peter. It's expanded mm-hmm. on more in the next issue. Yes. Um, spoilers. But it's kind of like a neat hinted things to come. I think, I think mm-hmm. Thompson's dialogue kind of falters in some places for me. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of pacing and um, the character dynamics themselves, they're on point. Um, yeah. Oh, I thought Kelly's pose was gonna like tip over and just fall. <laughs> I mean, it did. Um, but like, but like, completely behind the uh, <laughs> behind the couch. Um, I don't know. I when I'm, I've kind of had a weird way of describing it, but Kelly Thompson is kind of like Joss Whedon dialogue in some in some way yeah. in some aspects. And it's not that it's like it's bad. It's just like it feels like you know I've seen it too much from the MCU. Now I'm just kind of tired of seeing it in comics now. Yeah. Well, I think she got into the habit with uh, Deadpool, and I don't think she's quite gotten mm, out of it. She'll yeah. still do it in Black Widow sometimes too, and De- and and Captain Marvel sometimes, and that's yeah. I th- I think all we need is Jeff the Land Shark, and Wilby's got the Kelly Thompson trifecta. Okay, here's my thing: Kelly Thompson could could do ASM, and because Gog needs a friend, MJ Jeff the Land Shark. Wow. Jeff and Dog could hang out together. Yeah. Who, who's feeding Dog, by the way? Who's feeding him? Probably uh, MJ. Still. Kindred. Yeah. <laughs> Kindred is feeding him in hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you Jesus. go. Um, any other pros for mood cons? Uh, it may decide. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, and may just not decide not to just sit around. She's gotta go and contact yes. someone, and, yeah, and we kind of know who that she's going to from the previews. Yeah. But uh, I like that she's being proactive. Uh, Craig, something you mentioned on your review previously is right here. It now doesn't say Peter Parker on the opening. Yes. It says Ben Riley. That's a con. This has yeah. officially a Ben Riley book now, right? And after the tragic death of his uncle Ben, Ben Riley understood. And I'm like, no, no, Ben yeah. Riley did not exist when Uncle Ben was alive. I mean, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, but that's deliberate, I think. Yeah, I know. Deliberate too. Cause like I said, him losing his, starting to lose his memories. At least, you know, that could just be a throwaway, but like what I feel like is that should be, that's probably going to be the start of Ben kind of realizing. I think that this is ultimately going to end where Ben's going to kind of 
even though it feels a little bit of reverting, he's kind of going to be like, okay, I can't remember anything now. And so now he officially has to be his own person. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. we'll see. I guess. Um, all right. We ready for the next one. Oh, we're doing uh, cons yet? Do cons. Oh, I'm sorry. Hit me with cons. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. who, were you, you going to start? You go first. Okay. This is your book. Okay. All right. So, like I said, I don't have a lot in terms of like this issue as it stands alone, um, but I do slightly feel like things are very. I already have a feeling like I'm already exhausted by this story, so I feel like yeah. it's already going to run long. We're going to feel like it yes. runs too long, even though we know when it ends. We know that it's not too far off, um, but it's just to me, it's like like I said, it it. I've said it earlier. I'll say it again. We've said it plenty of times. This feels like filler until they can find someone who can tell Peter's next story. And I like the fact that they are doing this with Ben over Peter. Like I really do. I really do prefer that because as much as like, yeah, it kind of sucks. He's in a coma. The thing is, is that whatever they decide to do to make things big and grand and help sell the comic, it's not happening to you, Peter. Yep. So that to me is good. I think that that it's almost basically think of it like he's finally getting a vacation, you guys. Like he's he's chilling out. Yeah, but what, uh, our wallets aren't. Well, I, I know. Uh, George George's is. But here's my it's, thing, and that's his pension. Yeah, and that's kind of the way I I feel about it. Like I I don't want to really read this. I don't want you know I'm doing it for you guys, but like I would probably stop too if I if we weren't recording stuff. Uh, but. I just, I don't like these stories. I don't like when Ben's the focal point. I never really have, which is funny considering I love Mayday and I love MC2, but that's because she's Peter's daughter. I like Peter and his, his side characters, like his supporting characters, his supporting team. Um, Spider-Man, you know, but I I do like the fact that like this story ultimately is being, you know, Spider-Man isn't the tech and the money and the power that they, that beyond corporation can give to Ben. Um, they're kind of, they're showing that it's going to be the man behind this, you know, that makes the suit and makes the hero. I just wish it wasn't so drawn out at this point. Um, but like I said, I love the creative team on this issue. I really can't say that for every other issue, especially going forward. Like, I think we've mentioned Zeb Wells. I'm not a super Mm -hmm. fan, but, um, you know, I want more Peter and MJ and Aunt May. Ben and Janine yes. can be a supporting players moving forward, but I don't think that they can carry the emotional weight that uh, our regular leads normally can. And like, we don't have that attachment to them. So I mean, it's, Peter's a supporting character in his own book, and those are the best parts of this book. I think everyone would agree. The Aunt May two and pages. Mary Jane. Two exactly, pages. two pages. Um, a con out of me was um oh my gosh did i just think forget it oh yes uh this feels very much like the brain trust 10 years ago and the fact that you read one issue and the next one is like we're starting fresh Mm -hmm. i expected to see the ufos at the top i didn't Mm. think that fight was over and it was like oh we got a new artist we got a new writer we gotta start fresh from a brand new story there there's a worry he beat them i swear (laughs) It's kind of implied that he was going to win. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so. I, I read all three of these issues in one setting, and it was very jarring from one issue to the next. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. They were just getting started with the UFO fight. Now we're doing training with Misty and Colleen. I'm like, wait a minute. And then I looked, oh, it's a new writer. 
Yeah. And I, the, it was very jarring as a reader. So That's I a have con for me. So I have um, two cons. The first is the art, and I know Kelly and I are kind of going to disagree on this. I think Pacelli's problem is her colorist. Um, the line art, the line art is technically fairly good. I think it's was Nolan Woodard does the colors mm-hmm. for this. Yeah, it was Nolan. Arc. Yeah, I think Pacelli's art has not necessarily taken a nosedive, but it's definitely drops in quality after Justin Ponzer died. Um, because he always brought a certain spark of life into almost anything he colored. And I feel like that's just missing. If it, for whatever reason, if either feels very oversaturated or just kind of incomplete. And I think Ponzor was, was like the, was the missing link that kind of brought Pacelli's art together full circle. And maybe, and maybe I'm just being a negative Nancy on that end. I, I think I'm kind of, go ahead, Kelly. I was, so the way I feel like Sarah Pacelli isn't like, the most classic of comic book artists. So the thing that really makes and breaks her inks, like her, her pencils is a colorist. And so I can agree with Neil on this. Like, I don't necessarily have, like, I can kind of see through that, but you know, I know not everybody can, and you have to take it as a whole. And you know, I, I'm kind of with Neil on this. I liked uh, Gleason's art on the previous issue. Uh, Pacelli, I had flashbacks of uh, Abrams, Abrams Man. Man. It's not her fault. No, it's not. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. But and, I, I went back there. I'm like, oh, this reminds me of something. Oh, I know what that is. And also, yeah. for, this is kind of a small nitpick, but Ben looks really weird, like with the weird curly hair. Like yeah. I, I kind of like the weird, like uh, frosted tip douchebag look he had in the last two issues. You can go into a barber and ask yeah. for that cut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here, a couple questions from chat. Uh, Mr. Comic says, if I wasn't an ASM completist, I'd be doing what JR is doing and say, see you at 900. I, I, I'm with you, Mr. Comics. He also has a question for us. What do we think of the new logo for the Beyond Issues of Amazing Spider-Man? You guys like it? It's very Crap. much like Miles. Miles it, it, is my, it is It is Miles's. They yeah, basically just literally took it. his. Yeah. Yeah. So on the covers, um, it says beyond chapter one chapter two chapter three are they going to continue this and say chapter 47 chapter 48 well, we only know oh, we know it's only 19 issues yeah it's oh, only 19 issues, 19 okay. issues. okay well no. you, you know kelly you were talking about where we're, we're padding it out till we get to 900 but we're also padding it out with what comes out this f- coming week which is a bay issue Oh, not yeah, B A E, but b-e-y for yeah. beyond yeah yeah, yeah. but Beyblade. the thing is, is this isn't going that long like like we've said like they they've yeah. established it's only going to go 19 issues plus the those the side days. books but yeah. you know that's going to be more than you know that that's really not that long yeah. it, it's what about a year maybe less i think six months yeah six months so by so, the time we're in what may mm-hmm. by the may, summer by the summer mm-hmm. we'll have a new writer hopefully and McKay, uh, let's go boys and peter gets the bill can you imagine being in the hospital for six months in the United States in that bill? <laughs> I love how this entire how I love start this, the show. Yeah, this, and, I love how this uh, entire episode has just devolved into a critique of American health care. <laughs> I, I didn't really give any options pros or cons. Oh, Tyler, go ahead. Really Sorry, any, yeah, yeah, I didn't really give any cons. I don't. I don't really have a have a whole lot. Just that I, I gave this issue a C, and there yeah. wasn't a lot that interested me. There wasn't a lot yeah. that I disliked. Of middle of oh, the no. road. It's just, I, I'm not. I've never been a huge fan of Morbius, to be honest. And 
I, I know he got the wings in the last miniseries, but I really hate them. They look so dumb. These little tiny wings on his shoulders. Not, yeah. I can't I stand it. Ask what happened oh, where those wings came I, from. I was gonna, I, this was my other complaint. Yeah. Um, that I kind of writing off of what Tyler said. I, I am not a huge Morbius fan. And to be honest, Morbius kind of only has two stories in the modern zeitgeist, which okay. is Morbius yeah. gets a Morbius gets a cure or Morbius bites someone. Those are the only two stories anyone ever does well, with him. Well, and, and what and what is he doing here? Biting he people. He bites men. <laughs> uh, screaming at people. Uh, you know, he's got a movie coming out. He's got to do something. It looks like he's trying to cure himself because he seems like I need your blood. So maybe he is, it is well, both of those stories. Yeah. And you left well, off. So he's using he's three. using both stories. Yeah. Left both off stories story three. Morbius gets we'll, we'll sharks. Yeah, and we'll talk about Mar- that in the next. Mary question. says that the the huh and the lure issues weren't Spencer's fault. I see. Yes. Nope. They they like those little side issues make you keep buying them. Mary, give me yeah. give me more money. Money, money is king. Money, money, That's money. The whole point. Oh baby, show me the money. Oh wow. I want to die. Okay, we're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tyler, you ready to wrap it up with this this issue? Okay. You love Morbius, I hear. Uh yeah. I mean he's got a movie coming out, so it's got a good cover, so it's got a good cover, so it's gotta get at least a B out of you. It does have a good cover. By the way, Arthur Adams is one of my all-time favorite Marvel artists, and he's killing it on the covers, isn't he? Mm -hmm. I think I got an Agent Venom cover signed by him for Secret Avengers. Oh nice. I love Arthur Adams. I've loved his stuff since the long shot many in the in the eighties. So he's consistently done he's oh sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say this cover reminds me of, uh, I think back during Brand New Day, they had three or four issues in a row where it was like Spider-Man 24-7, where he was hanging on the sides like of coffee places and stuff. Um, yeah. Was, and, that, and that's what the kind of what this cover reminded me of. I think that was a Casada cover you're referencing. Yeah. 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 I've, I've liked the covers that they've done so far. I- for they've, been, they've, been consistent, they've been consistently the best part of this uh, Beyond uh, gimmick so far. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, take me through it, Tyler. All right. So, uh, same creative team, and uh, we just pick up right where we all left off. Uh, Morbius and Spider Man still fighting. He got bit, but he managed to, you know, back off. And the suit seemed to sort of mitigate the damage, but the the fangs definitely still got through, and so he's bleeding pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And so Morbius seems uh, th- didn't really work out for him. He was expecting something a little different, I guess. And spot and Ben is sort of guessing like was he trying to use my blood as a cure because you know I feel like Morbius has done that a couple times so, uh, but yeah so Spider Man or Spider Man's kind of getting woozy and uh, he's dod he's dodged Morbius but he knows he's like uh, I don't really know if I'm up for this fight I I just can't just leave him here though uh so like, oh, I kind of got an idea and so he plays chase with Morbius uh, Morbius flying after him so Ben runs home to his apartment. <laughs> Like a and, scared uh, little clone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so it turns so because his beyond apartment has all these security mechanisms, as soon as Morbius tries to step in, he gets his arm lasered off. Best part like, of the right issue. Off. Best part of the <laughs> Morbius loses a limb. I literally like, laughed yeah, out loud like, when I saw that panel. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> how, how's he's going to have to go to Kurt Connors to get another arm? I mean, what's going to happen here? <laughs> Lizard vampire. Yeah. Lizard vampire <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. More Morbius well, living then, lizard. Well, then I like <laughs> I like ben, I like Ben's reaction here after it happens. He goes, "No, like, what do you think was going to happen, Ben?" <laughs> well, no, he's oh, he's no, he's saying he's telling Morbius not to run away. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mor- Mor- 
Morbius, come back here. Come back into the laser. Let me yeah, kill you come, once and for all. So we can laser your other arm off. Let me get, the other arm. <laughs> let me get, them, I, let me get them wings, boy. I mean, oh I, I, I think, in seriousness, I think Ben was trying to say no. Like, I could get you help. But mm-hmm. he doesn't do a whole lot to really stop him. <sighs> yeah. To be fair, he does, like, faint right after. It's just that a flesh true. wound, says Venkman. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, he, Morbius didn't die. So it really was. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, losing an arm isn't a vampire's weakness, even if Morbius is ben a living can't take vampire. Blood, evidently, so he faints. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morbius just jumps on the building. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so they're just picking up the pieces of Morbius, including a nipple, I guess, that fell off. <laughs> what? Hey, what was hey, the hey, point hey. of that joke? Like, I don't what? know, but I do want to just want to state, you know, after you know, he clearly, you know, he got bitten. Um, which was like Morbius, you know, showing his love. Cause like I said, th- this is a better, uh, better story. Like this is a better version of Twilight than 50 shades of gray. Really? Yeah. But, but the whole line about the nipple. Oh, barf. Yeah. I think there's a nipple in this bit bag it. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Marvel universe dogs. nipple man from now on. Is what that dude is. The purple nipple. Yeah. Nipple collection. The purple nipple. <laughs> These two guys are saying, I'm wondering, is Dragon, uh, is Damage Control hiring? I really don't want to work here anymore. Previ- previous experience picked up Morbius's nipple. Yeah. You're hired mm-hmm. at Damage Control. What is, <laughs> hang on, what is that? I, I, context clues. Is that the nipple? No. I, I assume oh. it's the, the finger? That's <laughs> a big nipple if it's a nipple. It, I, mean, oh, I mean, it could, it, I assume it's just like a part of the chest that's been shaved off that has the nipple on it somewhere. Well, <laughs> what it looks like, I, I don't think that's the one with the nipple because clearly it's yeah. the other guy with the other bag. All right, yeah. That's just like did I actually flesh. did I actually break bread by asking if that was the nipple? <laughs> oh. I'll be quoting oh, that in about three years. I never heard a quote. Is that random Morbius flesh chunk number four? Yeah. Oh my god. In 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 the uh, in the uh, morgue, uh, here's just nipple article four uh, B. Nipple from Morbius. Do you think yeah. they put a little tag around it, like a like a toe in the morgue? <laughs> nipple. Oh, <No>, gross. <laughs> nipple tag. Subject: Michael Morbius. Yes. Oh, vampire right. nipple. Vampire nipple. All right. That sounds like something. <laughs> wait a minute. Vampire nipple sounds like something the Beyond Corporation would actually manufacture. Oh, yeah, moving on, Tyler. Go ahead. Vampire nipple okay. sounds like a music group. So then uh, we get Janine sort of like she wants to follow Ben as the Beyond Corp take him away to you know, get, make him better. And uh, but they're like, sorry, Janine, by the way, remember, this is a prison. Goodbye. <laughs> and she's like, Have fun in so, super jail. Yeah. Look at yeah, poor Janine. Pretty much. She's, she's like, yeah, I've only had four issues. <laughs> yeah. What does Janine do all day? I wonder. So think about how little character she has. She's got some good magazines. Can can she leave the building? Oh, she was reading like a book. She's probably. Reading I don't Twilight. think she. No, there I don't go. think she can leave the building because again, this is she, still a cage. She's reading she, 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 she can just, only. She's so sad. Yeah, she can only leave if she's with Ben, because we'll yeah, see this yeah. later on. But that that was what was said yeah. in her little short. Um, before we started all this, right, the backup, basically, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah the backup. Yeah. All she has. The stipulations of her leaving the jail is technically she's still serving her sentence with the Beyond Corporation, and mm-hmm. this is her prison, and she can only leave with a uh, Beyond representative, which is the chaperone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that's funny. Okay, go ahead, Tyler. We're taking the suit off. Okay, Tyler. perfect. Oh, my internet Sorry, vampire, vampire, yeah, my internet hiccup for a second. Okay, you're back. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, sorry, my internet hiccup. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, they're taking the suit off like it, like it's an Iron Man suit, I guess, yeah. because it's beyond core. And uh, as they're like ready to in, in inject the vampire antitoxin, I guess, which they have for some reason because it's beyond corp. Uh, Maxine is like, hold up a second. What if uh, what if he turns into a vampire Spider-Man like that toy? <laughs> it's like that action figure from the like 90s. that toy biz action figure. Can we make? Yeah. It's, like, it's like Doctor. One moment. What if we made a toy out of him, a vampire Spider-Man, if you will, a limited edition. Oh my gosh! Yeah, That's look so at the funny. look at the uh, look, look look at the look on the face of the bald doctor uh, in the first panel there on that page. He looks like <laughs> what the hell is she saying? Like, I know. I don't know. In the page so. that uh, Brad had pulled up, he didn't have a face. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Here, I, oh, I got the. Let's see. It's like there's that first says, on that page. There you go. There's the ball doctor. doctor. Yeah, the look on yeah. his face is like what? This, this, this Damn, John Girl's crazy. I love how I love yeah, how John I love how I love how John Cryer is just questioning her every move. Oh, <laughs> that is a good John Cryer. That's pretty good. <laughs> Fresh off Supergirl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Maxine is being all sorts of unethical, and the doctors are like, "Uh, are you sure?" <laughs> and yeah, then she finally backs good. off. She's like, "Okay, fine, just you know, make him better." But uh, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, and so then um, anyway, <clears throat> we switch over back to Peter. Peter's the parts we the care about, yeah, the good part. <laughs> still, still in the hospital, still in a coma, and we got Black Cat sneaking in through the window. Yeah, and. She, you know, she's feeling bad about him being in a coma, too. She's and crying. No, so, Maybe it's because she's yeah. seeing his face. Remember? She can't stand the sight of his face. <laughs> Put your mask back on. Like like she just I love that she like just brought a spare mask to like, pull over his face while the breathing mask is on. <laughs> this is what you but deserve. The last, the last time he pulled off his mask for her, she was very thankful in the Spencer run. Thank you it's very true. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, so yeah, so she's so it's come back to me, Spider, and then she whispers something to him, and MJ comes in the, at the room just at that moment to see it, and Peter's eye opens and his finger moves for a second, and yeah. Felicia gasps, and before he just closes his eye once again, and MJ runs to the room. She's like, "Oh, Peter, Peter!" They're both shouting his name, but no response anymore, and so Felicia apologizes. And uh, and it's a little awkward between them because it's like, okay, well, he woke up for you. How does that make mm-hmm. me feel? But then I kind of like the response here. Where, oh, go ahead. Nope. Go ahead, Tyler. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I kind of really like the response here where uh, uh, where MJ is like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just go get changed so you know someone doesn't come into the black hat in the room. Yes. And then she funny. says, and then she says, come on, Tiger. I know you're in there. How many more love interests do you want me to get in this room? <laughs> that was you awesome. Want, you want Sissy Ironwood? Sissy Felicia. Ironwood, damn it. Felicia, assemble yeah. the harem. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll get man. Silk. I'll get Betty. I'll get everybody. I know, right? <laughs> I'll get Captain Marvel so Kelly Thompson can write her here, too. There's clones of Gwen somewhere. You need the, the Stacy twins again? Come on. I you can want me do to get it. Jill? I'll get Jill. Jill Stacy, yes. Here, before you Close proceed, Tyler, 
Neil had a question before he started recording. What does everyone yeah. think that Felicia whispered in the And here's a catch. Here? Wrong answers only. Okay. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, I think I think she whispered, sir, this isn't a McDonald's or a Wendy's. <laughs> this is not a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> she said, Peter, if you wake up, I'll let you touch my boob. <laughs> no, I got it. Did you know we just chopped off Morbius's nipple? That's what she said to him. <laughs> hey, so I was looking at Beyond Tower and I saw Morbius's nipple on the floor. They did nipple. If that guy didn't back, get it. You can see it. Yeah. She's saying, uh, Peter, no, I need. She's saying, Peter, I need that ten bucks you loaned me. <laughs> hey, hey, P- hey, Peter! If you wake up right now, I'll talk to MJ about doing that thing for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the chat. Let me actually hear what happened though. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a milk bath waiting. Uh, <laughs> Chad, if you would like to chime in on this, this panel, is what is Felicia whispering in Peter's ear? I'll put them up on the screen if they're school appropriate. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we kind of you will make me remember everything. Yes. TK Tunstall. All right, everything. We'll, we'll wait from, from for it. them to catch up with what we just said it, mm-hmm. but that's pretty funny. <laughs> Good right. job, so, though. Hey, 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 here, let's oh. wait just a little bit, Tyler. Let's see if people are yeah. typing. I can hear them typing through the internet. Oh, Mister! Oh, is it? Is it, is it Peter, like? Here, I forgot my top. Is <laughs> what? <laughs> is it? Is it like Carnage, where like Brad can just look into the internet with his face? Or yes, I'm, I'm doing what Carnage does, and Tyler loves. I'm going into the internet. <laughs> Snowflow says, "I know Gwen is your true love." Is what Felicia says. I saw what Norman did to Gwen. Kendrick can't convince you otherwise. Uh, oh, Shane, I will wake you up in that special way. No. Oh. Uh, Mary says, Peter, I have Nick Spencer's true script ending. Yes. Mary wins. Mary that wins. Will, that will be out of my coma. Yep. You want your Here's 10 bucks back? Here's Nick Spencer's real script. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that, Mary. Okay, Tyler, go ahead, man. Yeah, that's Mary the wins. Winner. All right. So, yeah. So we switch back over to Colleen and Misty, and they've tracked Morbius down. And so uh, they're Sean's nipple. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he is missing a nipple. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, they realize Beyond sort of did this to him. They're like, they don't think Spider Man did this, even though, I mean, Spider Man is sort of technically responsible. Uh, anyway, they managed to beat him up and successfully detain him. Yeah. And, uh, but then all of a sudden, right after they detain him, we get an art change and then, uh, yeah, true. And then suddenly, suddenly one of the, one of the beyond drones that's watching them suddenly gets blasted and all the drones get blasted and out of nowhere comes Monica Rambo. Yeah. uh, Spectrum. Or is it Photon? I don't know. She's got so many names. She goes by Monica. It's Monica. Just Monica. It's Monica. Monica Monica. works for me. (laughs) So, yeah. And so, basically, she's here because she does not trust the Beyond Corporation at all. And and turns out Misty and Colleen are sort of working for Beyond specifically to get info on them for Mm -hmm. for, for Monica. Now, that was kind of cool. I really like that. Yeah, yeah because Monica specifically has a lot of history with the Beyond Corp. Not not mm-hmm. only with Next Wave, but the, also in the Mighty Avengers. So mm-hmm. I very much like her showing up. 
Next wave, bros. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then we cut we cut back to Ben, who's just uh I, I guess he's just fully better. And then you see what just the outward. musical is playing? Stegman, yes. the comedy. Stegman, <laughs> the comedy. Stegron, the comedy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be better. Stegman wrong. is a joke, apparently. So <laughs> uh I feel like I feel like that was a, a Zadarsky probably asked him to put that sign in. <laughs> yeah. Uh Anyway, so uh, he went to Stegman the Comedy with Janine. They saw a movie. And I guess it's kind of weird how they don't talk about him being bitten by a vampire at all. But <laughs> anyway. I mean, why not? she, uh, she kind of, she was more like, I'm just glad that you're, you know, you're alive and you're here. So Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I get to get out yeah. of the house. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought. Like, uh, sorry. What, Craig? Uh, I really I was, thought this page was just Ben dreaming and he was still in a, in a like, unconscious <laughs> I was like, cause, I cause was it's such of... a it's such a shift. All of a sudden, oh wait, I guess Ben's better and and he's out and it's like it's a couple days later maybe. Such a I shift. Like... There's a new art team. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping to be like a reveal that like Ben got his like his mind wiped or something from the encounter, and she's like, wait, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and then uh, you know, just before they kiss and they say I love you, or uh, just as they do it, turns out Craven's being a creeper and watching all this, and he, he says, learned that from those... Kane. From the shadows. He, he, <laughs> he says something very uncraven like. He says, How sweet, but those crazy kids probably should make a goodbye kiss. That doesn't seem like a craven thing to say. Especially if this is a younger craven. He's not that old now. He's a clone. Yeah. He's clone he's clone twenty seven. He's craven eighty he's, he's craven eighty seven. Eighty seven. Well, That's I mean, Vince. I mean, yeah. if if he's hanging out with Baron Zemo. <laughs> maybe that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is the Savage Spider-Man well? now, so that would be a place for Craven. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Tyler, what's your grade on this one? I'm actually going to give this a B. Okay. Uh, because, Neil? Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, no, it's a fine. Let's get the grades out first before pros. Yeah. So we got a B, you said? Yep. Uh, Neil? I'm going to give the last one. I gave it like a C or you a. Gave it a B, I think. Oh, did I? I'll put it B minus mm-hmm. then. Okay, Kelly. Uh, I gave it a B plus, but literally only because Monica missed Dan Coley. <laughs> That's and, fair. And, and that, and Ben continues to look stupid. <laughs> it's in my notes. B for B, Ben <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Uh, Craig, what's your grade on it? I hate to be the most negative person because I think I was on the last one, but uh, I, I don't think this is. Better than the last one, so I'll I have to give this a D as well. Yeah, I'm just. I'll give it a C minus out of me. Uh, The only good parts again, Felicia and Mary Jane and Peter. Um, Uh, What about what about Monica, Colleen, and Misty? Do you not like that or not really? I mean, it's Spider Man's story. I mean, (laughs) this isn't Marvel team up. True, but if they wind up making Ben look really stupid. Well, the, that's, that's a positive. That's a, that's a pro. Yeah. It'll go up if they make him look like an idiot. I'll give you that. Um, all right, Tyler. Pros. What did you like about it? You gave it a pretty good grade. Okay. Yeah, pros. Uh, I mean, first off, you, I mean, we got to start with that uh, MJ and Felicia scene. That that scene's great. I love them talking again. Yeah. And just it's very playful, and the, the line she says about getting all the other love interests—it's oh, yeah, a lot that's of fun. A great line, and yeah, it's a great yeah, line. and it it yeah. makes me very excited to see what Jed's gonna do with them in the one shot with the uh, mm-hmm. Mary Jane Black yeah. Cat. Yeah, boy. So yeah, 
So uh, that's, that's yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, and yeah. then um, but then again, another th I, I do like seeing the Beyond Corporation being like mustache twirlingly evil here. It, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it's straight up like, what if we have like a spider vampire? <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's so ridiculous, and I, you know, I just love how how blatant they are about it, and so. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is going to come to a head at this point, and I love that they are foreshadowing it so badly. Like, yeah, by the way, these are the bad guys. Yeah. So, yeah. and then, and again, like I said, I love Monica showing up here. I, I yeah, I think it's a perfect way to tie into the Beyond Corp, and again, show that they are fully the bad guys. And so, I'm, I'm, I'm interested, and I love Monica as a character. Uh, she's pro probably one of my favorite female Marvel characters in general. So. Yeah. And just uh, yeah, so I would say this is my my favorite uh, issue of the batch. So, mm -hmm. uh, what what about this scene? Come on, that's a pro, isn't it? The nipple scene. Morbius loses the nipple. Pro. That was weird. I, it I was weird. Need, no one needed to know that his nipple fell off. This, like, this is what I meant. This, anyway. this, is, this is what I meant by like Josh Whedon tier dialogue. Yeah, yeah. He that. makes like yeah. these, like he makes like these weird, oddly specific, like organ joke. Hey guys, look, there's a nipple. Whoa, I'm clever. Yeah, like <laughs> hey, look at these two background characters uh, working like a crappy job. But look, we got to pick up dead body parts. Oh that look, there's a nipple in this one. Gallica. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we didn't funny. think we noticed, but we did. Yeah. You guys, I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> uh, any other pros? Um, uh, um, I mean, really, I think those were the major pros. I will say that I yeah. I do think Janine is definitely being set up as the, you know, I think Ben is kind of able to tune everybody else out because he wants to believe what he wants to believe. Yeah. And Janine's going to be that person that's going to show him this is this was a giant mistake. Um I'm a little afraid that they're going to use like they're clearly going to use Janine as some kind of cannon fodder uh, mm. to hold above him for a while. Like more than likely, yeah. like once he gets wise to it, they're going to basically hold her hostage because they can because they literally bought her from the U.S. prison system. Yeah, um, basically own her. <laughs> yeah, so it's get I don't back in know, your box. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how. Um, I don't know how severe that's going to be but it's they're very clearly setting it up where she's going to try and say something to him he's going to try to help her escape and bad consequences are going to happen so we can kind of see it from like a mile away yeah yeah so yeah. i i think that that's just kind of what we're going to see obviously i don't think that's going to be from craven um it's weird that they're having him like he almost has like a villain of the week feel in his oh, run yeah. right now, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, this, this, this is. Uh, I'm just looking through my pros. When Mark, when Maxine Danger was called Director Danger, that made me laugh. <coughs> I don't know why. Um, just the fact that her name is Maxine Danger and people were calling her Director Danger. Um, <laughs> uh, I like that Colleen and Misty. Uh, it's revealed that they're not just randomly here. They actually have a uh, their own agenda, their own plan. So, they, like I said in the previous issue, why are they here? They have a reason to be here. So that that gives me hope for them. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I have for pros. For uh, we had. Um, oh, I was gonna say I was gonna say that Pacelli's art feels a lot more consistent this issue. 
don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but like it feels like the line art is a lot more uh, solid and not like all over the place, like some kind of chicken scratch, not chicken scratch inked. Yeah. Maybe Woodard got his act together in this one. We have another submission for what Black Cat is whispering. <laughs> Peter, there's an old woman beating some doctors with a cane, yelling "Not good enough" in the hallway. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Comic, so that's pretty good. I like that one. Accurate. It's probably what's actually happening. Answer. We said, yeah. we said wrong answers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cons. Let's move on to cons. Um, okay. Uh, art change. Art change. Yes. Agreed. Art change is not great. So yeah. this, this is for half the issue. Yeah. So this kind of carries over into my criticism of last issue that like Morbius only has two stories. Yeah. Like this is kind of that. This is kind of carries on that same problem, but with the addition of like, kind of just a lame oh guys what if we just let him be a spider vampire creature it's like the ethics the ex the ethics of that like it's clearly meant to be like setting up beyond corporation as the bad guy he's like oh that's a little yeah. too transparent isn't it like at this point they've kind of been making more veiled uh weird I, suggestions but this is kind of just a little mask off and kind of well, giving up the game a little too early well i mean too you saw how everybody else was like what the hell like what yeah. what in the world is she talking about it's very clear setting her up to be the next mm. super big bad. Like as much as Maybe she's, she's not. Yeah, that's, that's what we said at the top. Yeah, she's probably yeah. the go- uh, Kelly said she's probably the goblin. Yeah, I don't know if I said that. Yeah, and, I, I think oh, somebody that said it. I think I said that she might. Yeah, Maxine Dayton yeah. might be the goblin queen. Craig said that, and yeah. I mean that's a possibility. I don't. I really don't know where they're going with that. I'm kind of mm-hmm. wondering how that's going to happen. But that to me is something that they're clearly lining up that she is going to be this very, very nasty adversary yeah, within the yeah. Beyond Corporation. What uh, what worries me is like, is this going to be just a Thompson? Th- is this going to be a Thompson character where she only shows up when Kelly Thompson's writing, or is she going to be like recurring? Because I'm, I'm, it just feels like a, a character that's very like Thompson esque, mm-hmm. and I'm worried that like she'll only appear when Thompson's writing. And like she won't have any other presence aside from when, uh, aside from when Thompson's writing her. Right. Yeah. Like how Mister Negative only showed up in slots issues in Brand New Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, one con I had as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, this was also this is also sort of a con for the last issue is that Morbius, like like you said, Neil, spinning off what he said is just he's just a monster vampire. He just they needed a bad guy. It didn't have to be Morbius. It's kind of just because of the movie. This could have been a lizard. Movie. What's his motive yeah, again? This could cured? He, what, what was his motive in this issue? He wanted to get it's cured, sort of I guess. Impli- it's only implied that he, he needs a cure, but it could mm-hmm. it could have been okay. the lizard. It could have been Freak, even. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It could have been a guana. Okay. This could have been a random vampire. My it, doesn't, it doesn't. It's just yeah, it's a throwaway. There, there was an editor note about if you wanted to see why he was like that, go read his little one shot that they've done, which again was well, it, yeah. the, written the because of the movie. That, yeah, he, yeah. But the problem no. is that he was fine by the end of that mini. He had the wings, but he was walking and talking normally, so it doesn't explain even why he's no, like that. No, not he, well. See, but that's the thing is that like. I'm on one hand, I'm glad that the editors are doing stuff saying, Hey, go see this, go see that. But it's very clear that they're using that of saying, Hey, go do this almost as more advertising than an actual yes. context yeah. standard. Cause yes. they were doing it with Dr. Strange with an issue that I don't think has come out yet. They were doing it 
they did it with Tony Stark in the current Iron Man run. And I think that that's going to kind of continue here. And I am, all, I am wondering because of the fact that they knew that this was going to be like a side story, side quest situation while they were working out the next story for Peter after Spencer's run. If an agreement wasn't formed with editorial of saying, okay, here's the villains you guys can use because they have things coming up mm. or these are considered popular characters that they're looking to put in a movie or other fo- yeah. uh, media oh, forms. Yeah. And that's kind of, cause like I said, like we've got our big bad, which is the beyond corporation. And so everybody else is feeling like a monster of the week because it's only taking an issue or two and they're done, yeah. you know? And that's kind of the way that I'm feeling that it is with that rotation. <laughs> And yeah. I kind of think that that was something that was previously agreed on. I, whether it's just the brain trust or if that was editorial or if that was marketing. Because for all we know, it could be the big mouth saying, hey, do this for advertising purposes. Give us, like, like, give us a new IP. When this was written, yeah. wasn't Morbius supposed to come out right about now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's yeah. probably yeah. Morbius been delayed like three times. Yeah. yeah. So, but, All right. But, any Any other cons before we wrap this show up? I think the pacing of this issue was really slow. Like for whatever reason, like when when Ben gets back to Beyond Tower, the plot just kind of grinds to a halt just so Morbius can get his nipple and arm cut off. Yeah. And then, and and well, and, and also the plot also grinds to a halt so they can make that nipple joke. Like it didn't need to be there, but the entire issue just kind of just slows down so that it can go like, ha ha, look guys, nipple. Um, and then it kind of grinds to a halt again so they can do like the whole. Uh, Star Trek episode worth of uh, moral dilemma. Mm. Do do we kill Worf? Do we give Ben the <laughs> the vampire serum? Find out next week. Let's not see what happens. It's feeling, you know, where we, uh, I think Craig was making ties to like soap operas about like people being in comas this does kind of feel like it's written like a soap opera like i said with the yeah. monster of the week but you have your longer form storyline you know it, it definitely is being written like a drama mm-hmm. who's so. gonna who's gonna who they're gonna re, who they're gonna hire to recast felicia i don't know well you know um i'm looking at it and spider-man gained an extra page this issue. He was in two panels of uh, the last issue. The black cat thing is three pages in this issue. So we're, we're gaining pages as we go. And he's unconscious wow. in all of them. Uh, and he's unconscious. As well, <laughs> well he, all right. What is that? I want. Yeah. yeah. We, we did have an issue with uh, Morbius and Felicia in it, but the, my con is, is that Morbius did not say Felicia. Uh, <laughs> I do, I, I do enjoy, I do appreciate how Morbius on the cover looks like, like he came from the where the wild things are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start wrapping it up. Uh, here, I will show you the cover again, just to reference what Neil's saying. There you go. Where yeah, the okay, wild it, are. yeah, it looks like a where the wild things are character. Funny. Okay, final thoughts, uh, Tyler. What, what's your final thoughts? Over, overall. Uh, it's this has a ups and downs, but I'm still just left feeling sort of empty based off how yes. Spencer's run ended, and it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're still I'm still a little oh, sad how it ended, it. and we're just prodding along until the next best thing comes along. I think. 
So, uh, Kelly, final thoughts. I am intrigued, but I am also already exhausted and tired of the story. Three issues in. I agree. I agree 100%. Craig, final thoughts. Uh, well, I hated to come in and be so negative on these issues. I wish I really could yeah. love them, but I, I'm just not interested in this new status quo. Um, Same. It's, it's, I'm not going to quit the book. I did back when Superior um, started, and I was like, no, Peter is Spider-Man. Forget it. But as long as Peter is even in for just a couple pages, I'll still pick up the book. But I'm just Wait. not looking forward to it. What's the workout? Peter's in four pages. You paid four bucks. You're paying a dollar a page to see Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, you're in Canada. You're paying more for it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. What's a comic uh, cost up in Canada these days, by the way? Uh, what's well, they used to say they the, have the Canadian the American price the Canadian they price did. on it, but it just says three ninety nine US and it doesn't say a Canadian price. So well, how much did you pay for it? Uh, I think I got this and the Miles issue for like eleven fifty or something. So wow, wow. Uh, Hornacek says uh, you weren't negative; you were being honest, which is very Wait, true. Wait, that that's Finkman. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say Hornacek said? Yes. <laughs> I'm saying Vinkman and Hornacek. I'm getting you too confused. Vinkman says, Hornacek, you weren't too negative. You were being honest. And Chi-Town says, Hornacek in the house. Cool. And as a, as Canadians, we are paying five eighty for this issue. Here, oh, let me wow. hold that sticker up. Hold that sticker up. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Great. Yeah. Here, uh, five eighty. Wow. <laughs> Bruh. Okay, we got... Uh, look, look how much Venom number one costs me. <laughs> Look at that. 835 Jesus. man wow wait a minute no it cost didn't it cost 10 bucks in u.s not here, i got one. mine right here what yeah. no that was venom 35 no oh i was looking at this guy i was looking at venom one yeah yeah venom one well it's it 9.99 oh no it's what? five it's 5.99 i apologize <laughs> come on yeah, it was another yeah, yeah, venom, venom number, number 200 was uh Ten dollars. Yeah, they can't do yeah. two ten dollars back to back, can they? They can. They want Stranger to. Things. Oh, they could. Oh, yeah, they could. Stranger things have happened. These things happen. Uh, but for for Craig, Craig brought up a great point that I think we should end on, which is, you know, this is at least way better than Superior. True. True. I oh, I dropped the book for Superior. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Okay. I, I know that the painter out of the. How many issues did Superior go before we even saw Peter? He was in the first, in the first issue. So JR, I remember JR reviewed the first issue and he said, I would love it until the last page where Ghost Peter showed up and he said, Ooh, ooh, Peter. But, yeah, so yeah, Peter goes, Peter's Danny phantoming in, uh, in uh, his own head going, Hey guys, guess what? I'm back. Yeah. All right, Neil, final thoughts? Um, I am, I have no expectations yet. I'm still disappointed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are moments. There are moments when I was uh, mildly charmed, but this book. Doesn't, but this book doesn't stand a chance against my unending pessimism. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. 
But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.